560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Sorry Show. About that. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560 toll-free for Nate and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. No. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. No. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Boy, that's Donnie B, man. Tyler, how are you? You're looking good. Looking good. <laughs> Finally got a mortgage for our pad. All right. I guess 25% interest ain't bad. Well, it's a major score. Thank you, Mommy Store. Just a couple of months, we're moving in, honey. Naked women filling our pool with gin. Sin, sin, baby, I'm a Chappaqua. I'm living in Westchester County. I'm a Chappaqua. Just come over the top and All my penthouse magazines are packed. To dive. I'm heading north of 95. I keep smiling and I know why. Well, why? Can't wait to ride the coaster and ride. Ten oh two at five sixty WQM. Well, I tell you, there's some strange people in this place. And even though I've been here this long, I'm beginning to realize how come I've been oblivious to that about how Donnie B, how sour he is. What is it? Is he like a wannabe? Is that it? Uh-huh. He's upset that he's not like one of the. Uh, uh-huh. He wants to be on that show. See, I mean, when you get to be like, what is he? Forty eight. When you get to be forty eight, it's time to move on. You know, just being no seriously, just being a flunky phone answerer and doing that pregame show before baseball games that nobody listens to. That's not going to, you know, it won't fit your ego. It just doesn't get the job done. Don't take it out on me in this crappy orange shirt I wear every day. Really sour today, and you're telling me he's always sour. Puss. How come How come it took me this long to realize that? Has he just been putting on an act for me all this time? No, you uh, stay in here. You avoid him. No, no, I see him coming in every day. Every morning I come in here, he's like reasonably, you know, hey, yeah, up your ass, you know, he's okay. Sour guy, man, really, mm. But anyway, that's uh, not something anybody cares about, is it? Does anybody care about that? Uh-huh. I'll tell you who's a real asshole is Chris Sloan over there at Whammy. I don't want to get started on that, but I should mention... Whammy! God, it sucks. Yeah, so anyway, I don't want to say where I heard it, but I heard through the grapevine that they're a little bit upset over there. Of course, they're always upset with me over there. And you want to know why? Because they don't understand this show. They have no sense of humor. They take themselves far too seriously, and they don't understand this show. And I don't know what the deal was with Mark Jones, the uh, sports nerd. Uh, I'm sure you don't know because they must have been talking about it this morning. The only reason I even listened to the worst team this morning is they had Mark Parrish on, hoping to get a little bit of information about the Panthers with a season starting on Saturday, just two days away. And all I heard from Little Dog was, uh, you know, are you getting laid and uh, who are you going out with and how are you doing with the ladies? Same old tired crap. Did I learn anything? I mean, like one little uh, no. nothing. 
So evidently, this guy from the sports nerd on Whammy last night must have taken a shot at them, which I don't care anything about that. Maybe we'll get a spy report. We'll find out something about that. But there's a guy named Chris Sloan, not to be confused with my former producer from many years ago, Chris Sloan, the old INZ days, but this guy's a real major asshole. Who back when they were doing the TV show and destroying this show, by the way, and they did a magnificent job of that for several months by interfering in every possible way they could. And I got sucked into talking all about a TV station that nobody was watching and wasting a lot of time and blowing off my audience. But nevertheless, because I didn't want their, their photographer to come in for the 18th time in a two-week period, take some, some more stupid pictures, Chris Long got into a snit. I've never been treated so disrespectfully by anybody in all the years I've been in the business. All three years he's been in the business. How old is he, about 10? Eight? Child over there at Whammy. Does anybody you know watch Whammy anymore? No. Anybody talk about it? No. Anybody have any idea what's on there anymore? No. All the local programming basically gone? Uh-huh. See, the, the station that they were trying to emulate was City TV in Toronto, which is one of those local channels that where they really do a lot of cutting-edge stuff and a lot of uh, off-the-wall stuff, and uh, they didn't do it. They brought in a bunch of flunkies like Maddie Lesham from uh, the West Coast who had no idea what this market was all about. A lot of uh, wannabes who had no concept. A lot of people who never worked in television before. And I think my show was a classic example of what they did uh, with everything they touched. You couldn't see the video. You couldn't hear the audio. Everything was a disaster. Everything they touched was a screw-up. They couldn't even get the damn thing on the air half the time. So I think it's fair to say... Whammy! God, it sucks. Yeah, it's fair to say that. So evidently, uh, you know, they're running spots on this station and on this show all the time, which I have no idea why they run them on this show because I don't think most of my people watch Whammy anyway. But nevertheless, we'll take their money. We'll take anybody's money here at QAM. Am I right? Yes. You bet. That's your sweet ass. So anyway, yesterday after one of their spots, and then we played the rejoin and whatever that thing goes, and then I came back, and before I played my comedy bit, I played Whammy. God, it sucks. Which I've been playing that for months. I mean, many, many, many months. And everybody, every time I play it, you hear a chorus of voices going, uh-huh. yeah, F&A, baby. It's a piece of crap. It's a joke. It's a Turburger TV station, which everybody knows that. But it's a lot easier to get pissed off at me, Chris Lone, and blame me for the fact nobody's watching your crappy station because you got no programs on there besides tens, which is a bunch of young, naked people running around. If you would just put tens on like five, ten times a day, you might have some audience. I might even watch it. You get some better-looking people on there. But let's once again, let's blame Neil for that. And I also want to say, because I heard right there at the end of the morning show before I start with my agenda here today, that real, see, saying real dumb sports nerd, it's like redundant. That sports nerd who called in about the, the home runs. First of all, nobody is paying any attention. I mean, McGuire's got 63 and Sosa's got 62. Nobody is paying any attention because even the most desperate, except for the dumbest of the dumb, which was this guy, their last caller that they had, except for the dumbest and the most oblivious of them all, everybody realizes that now the fact that they've done this two years in a row makes it into a farce. And you know something? Joe Rose, what's wrong with this man? You know what had happened? It started last year. It started like a year and a half ago when uh, when they deballed him with that Brian Murray business. When he was the one guy that was actually of, of the uh, group there in the morning, and now actually Geldy's the one that's got a little pair, finally groomed. But Joe Rose is just a suck-up now to everything. Oh, yeah, I know it's got nothing to do with the, the baseball being so tight. These Maguire really hits it so far. And blah, blah, blah. Bull crap. Everybody knows the baseball. They're basically hitting golf balls is what they're hitting. And you got all these goddamn expansion teams with all these minor league pitchers who couldn't have made the big leagues 10 years ago in a million years. 
I, I don't I don't understand what's wrong with these guys that don't want to say anything. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to rip something just for the hell of, you know for the hell of doing it. You know what I'm saying? We 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 yeah suck a lot. Oh yeah, there's so much better nutrition today. There, yeah, right, <laughs> better nutrition today. Babe Ruth, his nutrition was beer and hot dogs. He seemed to be doing okay. It's got nothing to do with it. It's got to do with, uh, you know, sewing the baseball real tight, and it's got to do with crappy minor league quality pitching, which is why Jay Bell's got 100 home runs already this year, too. I mean, it's a joke. And nobody's paying any attention. There's no big hoopla like it was last year. Let me say it again. The fact that they did it a second year in a row again, all it does is diminish the fact that it happened last year. Maybe next year we can get somebody hit 150 home runs if we start throwing BBs up there. God, these sports people, how is it possible to be so oblivious, to be so goddamn stupid, to be such nerds, to be so lifeless? That's why I would love somebody to tell me what that's all about. I kiss my rear end. Well, I think it's time I set the record straight about my friend George Bush. Some people seem their noses out of joints. If they did drugs back then, so what's the point? Because as a candidate, George Bush is fine. So what if he started a line? Come on. Well, he's the best damn candidate I've seen. I don't care if he pops in phenomene. President Clinton was a ticking mine. So here's to Bush. He did a line. I guess I just don't understand what the big deal is. We've had many presidents in the office. Done one thing or another. Like Gerald Ford, for instance. And obviously, he was on something. Otherwise, why was he falling down all the time? And take Jimmy Carter, for example. Well, I thought he was so hopped up on skunk lady, he didn't even know there were hostages for the first eight months. Why well, even way back to Washington? I do believe the only reason he jumped down the cherry tree was because he had the munchies. Think about it. Oh, that's it. Boy, that's your end abrupt, doesn't it? I was just back there getting uh, this very important other part of this fax. The monthly lunches for Broward County Schools. One moment, please. Wait till you hear this. We may lose our appetite for lunch today. By the way, so the uh, follow-up on Channel 4, why did they have that bitch do that piece? It's a good piece, by the way. It's better than the piece that that Henry Fraud is wearing, the assistant superintendent. Did you see him? The assistant superintendent of schools in Dade County with the worst hairpiece makes Bob Eisenberg look good. That's how bad it is. I think it's the one he stole from Ron Insana from CNBC. But at any rate, I mean, it's a real good uh, piece that they're doing. It's great they're bringing attention to this because you folks out there evidently don't give a crap about your kids. And certainly the uh, the school board doesn't care about it. But why are they having that supercilious bitch doing it? That's what I would like to know. She comes down there again at, yeah, last night and this morning with that syrupy that Michelle Gillen uh, only she can do, that self-serving. And, and uh, Henry Fraud, the uh, assistant superintendent, says, oh, well, I'll give you all the credit, Michelle. I'll give you all the credit. We're not looking for who's going to get the goddamn credit. We're looking for somebody to do something about it. And, of course, as usual, when you catch a bunch of uh, assholes like this, a bunch of liars, and, boy, do we know at this place about liars? Uh -huh. Wow. You know what I'm saying, Luann? Do we know about liars in this joint? But at any rate, when you catch them with their drawers down, you know, oh, well, we were totally unaware. We didn't know, uh, yada, yada. How could they not know? Don't you think they get complaints 
from people whose kids can't get lunch at school, who get uh, stand on line for 15 minutes and they're out of food? Don't you think they know about that? Don't you think anybody with one eye can see the fact that these uh, uh, illegal alien banana boat people that got serving up the food are standing there and handling the stuff, picking their nose, picking their Correct and doing all of these other things and handling the money and then put it, t- touching their food and putting it on a goddamn plate? Don't you think you can see that? Uh-huh. Oh, but we were totally unaware. You're not unaware, okay, Mr. Fraud? You're full of crap, and you got caught with your goddamn food down. You're an ass murderer. You're an idiot. And what we were talking about yesterday, the idea that they want to keep out the fast food people and they don't want to franchise out the meals in the schools because they're afraid it's not good nutrition. You should only live so long the crap that they're feeding your kids in school, okay? Here's a fact that says, here's the monthly lunches for Broward County schools. I look at things like chicken patties, spaghetti with meat sauce, and think, okay, not bad. When my kid tried it, they told me they were ready to gag. The chicken was like rubber. Maybe they ought to send Henry Fraud on a rubber chicken circuit. He had probably had a lot of practice serving it up to the kids. Chicken patty on a bun or burrito and spinach, oven fries, oatmeal cookie and milk. Hamburger on a bun or tuna salad on a bun. And, and well, what's the difference of getting a hamburger from them, which, by the way, you saw the crap, that greasy pizza they were serving up yesterday. Did you see that? Man, oh, man. Beefaroni or ham and cheese sandwich. Chicken nuggets or egg roll and apple juice, green beans, muffin bread, cinnamon crispy and milk. And then, of course, don't forget we got the vending machines back in there to make sure your kids can get a lot of those soft drinks and just OD on a lot of sugar. Cheese pizza. Oh, yeah, there's the pizza again. They're big on pizza, by the way. And the one now that we did get the one call yesterday, they said that Papa John's is serving up the food near school. That's got to be a big improvement over the crap, whatever stuff they were cooking up in those schools that they're probably wiping their rectum before they serve it to the kids. I mean, for the life of me, I, you just want to sit down and cry. I don't understand what people are thinking about. That call from little Joey yesterday, whose wife is a school teacher. And the classes are all overcrowded. They don't have enough textbooks to go around, so kids have to share the textbooks, and they can't take them home because there aren't enough to go around. And you wonder why the average American is running around going yeah. like that? Has an IQ lower than their goddamn uh, penis size, even the women? I mean, what the hell are we talking about over here? And nobody cares. These aren't the kinds of things anybody gets pissed off about. We never hear from anybody about this stuff. These sports nerds like Bob Eisenberg. Oh, gee, what about the Mets? Hey, they won last night, Bob, but guess what? So did the Astros. You, you lose. You're screwed. Good. Those are the kinds of things that are important to these people. Like I said yesterday, people are taking up space. People want to go get murderers' autographs. Hey, can I have your autograph, Mr. O.J.? Come on. Can I please have your autograph? Please. Pretty please. Some illiterate guy that got to sign his multi-million dollar contract with an ex. Oh, can I please have his autograph? And then the excuse is, oh, well, I'm into collectibles. Right. Collect this. <laughs> Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. There's a very simple answer to this problem. Yeah. Just bring in uh, private industry. Uh, have McDonald's set up. Have that's Subway what we, set that's up. That's why I just said they won't do it. I mean, I mean, it's very simple. That's what the kids eat off uh, campus anyway. Right. And I, I'm sure they'd all be glad to do it. <laughs> I mean, it's and a captive how, audience. And, how, and why don't the uh, airlines do the same things? I've been screaming about that for 10 years now. Why don't they do the same thing? Instead of trying to be in the food business, which none of them are capable of doing, why don't they contract with the goddamn fast food people who know how to put together a quick meal? 
That well, might be edible. It has to be something about money, so that's all I can think of. Okay, pal. All right, thank you. Thanks. It's a disgrace. It's a goddamn nightmare what's going on with your kids. And like I said, nobody cares enough. We got people throwing their babies off bridges. We got people killing their kids. We got people shooting their wives and their kids all over the place. I don't understand. What's the point of making all these babies if you don't give a crap about them? I don't understand it. By the way, it looks like Bill Bradley is going to win the Democratic nomination. I just want to be the first one to say that right here. And I owe an apology to the one guy that kept bugging me about that. Remember him? And I kept saying, ah, nah, no chance. Well, it didn't look like he had any chance. But because Al Gore is uh, even more boring than he is, uh, no chance. And uh, Bill Bradley will win the election, too, by the way. I know the George W. suckers out there think that he's got it locked. No chance. Bill Bradley will kick his ass. So that's uh, some good news there. We've got a little bit of hope there at the other end. But uh, in the meantime, it's all lip service. You're paying taxes. They, they just reach in your wallet and they squeeze. They put the big squeeze. You have to work half a year in order to start getting any money in your own goddamn pocket with the government reaching out in there and taking everything out they can. And where the hell is it going? Where the hell is it going? And we got a bunch of people who sit back and yeah, all they care about is cockerai. That's all the American public cares about is nonsense and foolishness and uh, who's getting laid and who's, uh, you know, I'm talking about the Hollywood people, the celebrities. That's why we got 600 of those goddamn shows. Art uh, Dreco Drive and this and that, all this other crap. Who cares about those goddamn drug-induced assholes? Who cares about them? Worry about getting laid yourself. Don't worry about them. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Uh, yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. What's up? Um, I have to disagree with you on that. Uh, I just graduated from Douglas last year, and they do have fast food there at, uh, up in Parkland. Yeah, but not in Dade County, they don't. On Dade County, because they have Pizza Hut, they have Subway. and uh, There you go. All right. Now you're talking. Why, you can't know, all I mean, why can't all the schools do that? They, they should. They should be able to do that. But the only downfall is that uh, there's not, I mean, you don't get exactly what you want. They only have a certain amount of, like, turkey and you know, cheese pizza and stuff like that. Yeah, it's but not at least like, you got something, though, right? Yeah, it's something. I mean, it's better than the crap of the serving in the cafeteria. Right. You know, but uh, it's not too bad. You know, I just want to make a comment on that really quick. And uh, I love your show, and um, don't worry about Phil. He doesn't have a chance. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. All right, bye. There you go. They're doing it in uh, in some of the schools in Broward. What's wrong with you, Michelle? What's wrong with you people at Channel 4? Why don't you suggest this to this goddamn guy with a bad hairpiece there, the assistant superintendent, the assistant of schools in uh, Dade County? And let me say it again, like I said yesterday, because this really makes my blood boil. And it's not just Mayor Penis. He's just a pimp. He's just a little. But there are a whole lot of these other idiots, too, the commissioners. Oh, yeah, we gotta build a stadium. We can't afford to lose our baseball team. Yeah, we gotta, for those, uh, a few thousand losers who have no life, who think that that's so important to our community. How about an education? And you people at the Herald and the Sun Sentinel, you ought to hang your heads in shame. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Shilling for a goddamn stupid ass beady-eyed millionaire. That, oh, we have a responsibility because it's so important to our community. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing to this community. There's not enough interest in Major League Baseball in this town to fill your goddamn... Correct I'll tell you that right now. None. Zero. zippity doo And, in fact, you know something? All this talk that they're going on this morning, I, I almost forgot about this. I'm channel surfing last night, and on the, on the uh, small dish in Chicago... I know it was in St. Louis where... That's right, they had the doubleheader in St. Louis. There couldn't have been a 1,000 people there. In Chicago, where the White Sox are playing uh, the Red Sox... There couldn't have been, I swear to God, not 500 people, maybe 200 people. 
I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. There was nobody there. Montreal, their last home game of the season, which we can understand that Marlins game. Uh, I'm watching the CBC. They're at about 5 to 7. The game starts at 7.05. There couldn't have been 200 people in the stands. I hate to break the news to you, but other than those places like in Houston and Cincinnati and with the, you know, the Braves, other than that, there's no interest. It's gone. It's already goddamn October, baby. And you got about eight or ten too many franchises there. It's a farce. So this bull crap that we got to find money so that we can build a stadium for a goddamn billionaire while your kids can't get a textbook in school. This is the most important goddamn thing in this country that needs to be addressed. Is making the people smart and not <laughs> dumb like Fredo. That's right. Dumb. You got more functional illiterates. You got more dummies running around. This is a national disgrace. Jesus Christ, other people in this country dumb. And don't blame the kids for it. Blame the goddamn parents because they sit back and they couldn't give a crap less about the garbage schools that we got here. Portable schools, no textbooks, kids. And, and then this uh, fraud guy from Dade County with a bad hairpiece, he's on there telling Michelle yesterday, well, you got to understand, you know, highly, uh, whichever one, maybe Miami Lake's high. They got 1,900 students. There's no way that they can possibly feed them all. They got to let them go off campus, which I agree with that, by the way. I mean, these other people, they're like the uh, mad people, you know, mothers against uh, drunk drive. They, they're like over the edge, going too far. They're hysterical. I understand, you know, the, the one mother's grief. We understand her daughter got killed in that car crash. But the fact is, kids get killed because they drive irresponsibly and too fast all the time, not just at lunch hour. But he's on there saying, well, we got 1,900 kids. There's no way we could possibly feed them. Well, what kind of a school is that? What kind of a system is that? Who ever heard of such a thing? So I guess basically what he's saying is they got too many goddamn kids in the school. They can't handle it. They can't do the things that they're supposed to be doing that you're paying your tax money for. But in the meantime, let's come up with some money to build a goddamn stadium. Let's come up with some more taxpayer money to subsidize the American Airlines Arena for that billionaire Mickey Harrison. For whoever's getting their how palm smeared who was in on that deal. They got like half of the goddamn season tickets aren't sold yet because nobody gives a rat's ass about the heat or about the goddamn any of this stuff. How do you like that? So when are we going to get a goddamn local leader that's going to come out and say, hey, guess what, this is a disgrace, and they can even lie about it, we don't care. I wasn't aware of this, but this has got to be our number one priority. Disgrace. So nice going, Channel 4, even if you didn't put that bitch Michelle on there. I was going to say, again, why couldn't they put a real, you know, reporter on there? But maybe like Gary Nelson, there's one guy they got left. There's a real reporter of sorts. They don't have much. Neil, God. Don't you hear me when I say just come. 
1031 and 560. WQM. Maybe that's why the numbers on a morning show are dropping like a, like a rock because they just don't have any of those three guys that's uh, willing to say anything. I mean, even Beefo seemed like he was uh, almost uh, outspoken this morning compared to some of the others, which I don't want to mention Joe again. What's wrong with him? I think I think they must have performed the operation like in the middle of the night one night and just sliced him off. Maybe that's why he's they, you know he can't figure out what's going on with the balls because he don't have any. Just something wrong there, little dog. Just ain't what you used to be, sweetheart. Maybe that's why they're down to like a, a two-point, whatever it was. They're going to be down to uh, Brooke, Brooke uh, Shields Daniels uh, type numbers pretty soon if they don't watch it, if somebody don't grow a goddamn pair on that show. Man. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Idiotic letter to the editor in uh, one of our papers, I guess, the Sun Sentinel this morning. I, mean, I, I never can tell. Same crap. You can wipe your ass with either one. NRA, merely a lobbying group like the ACLU, writes Kenneth J. Vaughn of Hollywood. Kenneth J. Vaughn of Hollywood, I want to tell you right now. He's an asshole. One of the, another stupid, idiotic letter. Another gun hugger out there who says, beside, the ACLU is more responsible directly for human loss of life than the NRA will ever be by their successful defense and release of rapists, murderers, and sexual deviants toward children and so-called technicalities. Right. The ACLU is killing people out there, not guns. That should be the next bumper sticker. Guns don't kill people. The ACLU does. There you go. Liberals kill people. Now we're talking liberal Jews kill people. There you go. I got a great uh, editorial, by the way, from the Atlanta Constitution from Friday, September 17, a week and a half ago. Gun rhetoric baloney. And this from a, a Deep South newspaper like the Atlanta Constitution, no less, although, of course, it is a Cox newspaper. Gun rhetoric baloney. I might just have to read this a little bit later on. Very well stated. And if nothing else, I will read the one second of the last paragraph in here. It says, finally, there's the Second Amendment fiasco. The version in the Constitution is pretty straightforward and states its aim right off. A well-regulated militia being essential to the security of a free state, etc., and so on. Its clear purpose is to ensure an armed militia capable of protecting the state, period. It has nothing to do with a bunch of crazy individuals running around with some right to have an unlimited number of guns. Military uh, caliber guns, as the one guy says, he demands. Crazy people with guns. Makes for, makes for a hell of a society, I'll tell you that. And just to show you that I don't just pick on certain religions, by the way, George discovered in New Times Magazine this morning, which is about an 800-page article I don't have time to read, by Ted Kissel, which sounds awfully Jewish to me. See, if a goy wrote this, you'd feel, oh, boy, he's out to get the Orthodox Jews. Holy Rollers, about a group of Orthodox Jews there on the beach who are uh, having a little uh, fun. Well, they're, they're in ecstasy is what they are. Yeah, they're smuggling in ecstasy. A little bit of uh, this, a little bit of that, a little uh, meth, a little coke, a little uh, Xanax, a little bit of heroin, et cetera, and so on. Yeah, it's a business opportunity. Oy, oy, oy. Orthodox Jews, Hasidim no less, okay? Boy, I tell you, this would kill four hours someday to read this. It's about 6,000 pages. Nice going there, Ted. And like I said yesterday, you don't want to brush any entire group. You have to deal with people as individuals. So the fact that there's just this one group of Orthodox Jews, and by the way, they're smuggling the uh, ecstasy back from Amsterdam. How do you like that? Oh, that's right. I told you about Amsterdam. Too many goddamn drugs. Oh, it's filthy and all those drugs. Remember that guy? (laughs) Yeah. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great. Getting back to uh, the school. Oh, look at that. We're even getting the buzz on the phone now with all that ecstasy. Yes, sir. Uh, My son goes to the largest school in the state, uh, in the nation. Yes. To be honest with you, 
which is Braddock High School in Bay County. Yeah. That's a closed campus, and they don't go out to lunch. So right. I don't know what Mr. Frost from the school system is telling you, that they can't get uh, Hialeah, Miami Lake, whatever it is. Yeah. He said they can't the feed all the kids in there. It's a physical impossibility is what he said. Well, Braddock, how do they do it at Braddock when they got over 5,000 kids? Beats me. Uh, I, 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 the school system's a joke. Uh, and uh, the kids are the ones that are hurting. Yeah, and nobody gives a crap. That's true, Neil. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Okay, get a new phone. Thank you. Good guy, bad phone. How do you like that? Like like the kid says before, they're getting, you know, and we had a call about that yesterday in some of the Broward schools. They've got fast food. They're letting people serve food that, uh, you know, so it isn't the greatest stuff in the world. Are you going to try to tell me that the stuff that I just read on this menu here for Broward schools, and, of course, the spaghetti and meat sauce, we're talking slop. You see the kind of stuff that they serve in the school. Chicken nuggets. I thought you can get chicken McNuggets at McDonald's last time I checked. Uh-huh. Last time I looked. And probably a hell of a lot better. And also probably just as or more nutritious than the swill, the crap that they're serving in your public school system. Chicken patty on a bun or a burrito and broccoli. Oh, yeah, that broccoli will do it. Because I bet it's real fresh and crispy, too. You know what I'm talking about? You know what's probably like the, uh, what was that place? Was it Duff's that I'm always talking about? Oh, don't start crying about it now, George. Cut the crap. No, and it was called... Uh, Get off your duffs. Yeah. That buffet place where everything tasted the same. It's a, They're out of business anyway, so they can, you know they won't get upset. Like Chris Lone over there at Whammy. They won't get all bent out of shape like that pudwhacker. But, uh, yeah, duffs, you go in there and everything was a buffet. And it was like for people over the age of 100. So it didn't really make any difference. Because they used to gum the food, all the customers. Everybody was over the age of 300. The uh, spaghetti tasted like the uh, tuna, and the ravioli tasted like the goddamn uh, chicken, and all everything tasted the same. It was all mush. You could gum it. You'd walk in there, you'd think they were having an orgy. All the people were saying, I'm gumming, I'm gumming, I'm gumming. Yeah. you think you walked into one of Georgia's swing clubs by mistake. I'm gumming over here. Yeah. Pathetic. And that's the kind of slop they serve in schools. You all know that. Don't give me any solid answer about great nutrition in the public school system. That's a freaking joke. In fact, I'm, I hear uh, the New Deal they're going to do in Dade County to try to solve the problem. They're going to put a Ritalin tablet on the uh, tray with every meal. We'll solve the problem. That's what Peter Leonard said this morning as he was bouncing off the walls in here. Although he was very amusing. Very entertaining, Peter. Come back again someday. Not too soon. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. How yeah. are you Okay, today? sir. Uh, listen, I've heard, I've heard what you said about the... Uh, you know, baseball and the home run thing, and mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with a lot of just about everything you say. But it's I think a fact. That, well, Bob, but I, I think the one thing's being overlooked. And what is that? That is, if the umpire simply called the strike zone. Yeah. If it's written in the rule well, that's, book. Well, that's another factor. That's right. They've got a strike zone the size of a postage stamp in some cases, and that's another reason that they're hitting all these home runs. Well, you know, it's it's so much easier for these guys if, if it's got to be belt high and right yeah. down the middle of the plate for them to jack it out. Then, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's all of them. Off, yeah. All, <laughs> got to be all, right between the belt and your knees, yeah. They, they, are, <laughs> they all stand so close to the plate that if, if you throw the ball sometimes right down the middle yeah. of the plate. But let me ask you, what difference does it make, you know? It's just that it irritates me because baseball, as you know, is a game that's very highly dependent upon statistics. They're obsessed with statistics. And so when you have all of these records, some of them have stood for all of these years, and you have them being broken in a, in a manner that makes a farce and a mockery of it, it's just one more step to a destroy, you know, making a game a joke. But if, but if the umpires were doing the job, the statistics, like, like Maris's home run record, yeah. would be, would be special. Yeah, and if the baseball was consistent and they weren't hitting golf balls, yes. Well, that's, I mean, and if, they, and if they didn't have 600 teams with the 10,000 minor league pitchers, yes, and thank you. 
Five six seven oh five sixty. See, we'll get a lot more response on that than we will about the, the school system in South Florida because nobody cares. Like that time years ago, a hundred years ago on KAT. I've told you this before, and I said to our program director, Lynn Russell, my good friend who's on Headline News now. Nice going, Lynn. She's got to be a hundred years old now. She looks pretty good for an old bag. Nice going, sweetheart. She's okay. But I said there, I'm going to do a whole week of shows on education this week. And she looked at me with a really perplexed look and went, yeah, especially on that station where the median age was death anyway. Did they care about education on that uh, freaking station? No. No. All they cared about was, uh, you know, was the food soft enough to gum. That's all they wanted to know. This is the problem down here. you got all these old farts. There's no constituents for the kids. There's no constituency for the schools. Nobody seems to give a crap. And when some bubblehead like Michelle Gillum's got to go down there on Channel 4, and she's got to be the one to make a big song at Anton, that shows you how desperate we are. And when they bring on the assistant superintendent of schools with his bad hairpiece, and he's going, yeah. you know, you really have to scratch your head in that one spot where Greg Reed's always scratching it and wonder what the hell's going on. God damn it. Nobody cares. Suck it in and hold it. This fall on CBS, meet a small-town priest who speaks the word of God and adds a few choice words of his own. It's Father Tourette's Mysteries. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to join together this f***ing damn sucking little sucker mother in holy matrimony. Father Tourette Mysteries, a new kind of family drama from the producers of Chicago Hopeless and NYPD Blue Balls. Oh boy, oh you f***ing slut, oh you little whore bag monger, you f***ing bastard you. Sunday, this fall. Spend an hour with Father Tourette right after an all-new season of Touchdown There by an Angel, only on CBS. Ten forty-five at 560 WQM. Anyway, speaking of the Panthers like we uh, had that last spot there, Beret okay after Big Hit. Both newspapers this morning. See, this this whole business is so terrifying to me. It's tragic. I mean, we know Chris Wells is basically a big, uh, oh! so he's been useless so far. And it was an accident, you know, in practice, and he uh, hit him like crazy, and uh, Beret went down like a ton of bricks. It was one of those things. But that's not really the issue here. What is the issue is that the team, the organization, is handling this so poorly. I mean, I hate to break the news to you guys, but hockey is a contact sport. He's going to get hit, okay? And if he's going to be like a, like a, uh, uh, it's, it's just a joke, like a bunch of little children. Hey, if his knee is okay, he's going to play. He'll be great. Fine. If it's not okay, if he's damaged good, then the first time his knee gets hit, the first time he gets hit in the wrong uh, position, uh, he's going to be out again. And that's the way they make it sounding, like uh, we got a paper uh, tiger here on our hands. Jesus Christ. I mean, you talk about an organization that just uh, – and by the way, the rumor I'm hearing is that the uh, new goal lights that we've been hearing about, so you'll actually see the red light come on when a goal is scored, won't be ready for Saturday's home opener is the rumor I'm hearing. I mean, uh, and, you, and you wonder why fewer and fewer people are buying season tickets to these sporting events. You're putting on a, a farce. Put out a quality product out there, okay? Give us some excitement for all the big bucks you want to squeeze out of the public. Then maybe more people will show up. But at any rate, here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Mobile in Miami. Hi, Neil. How are you doing today? Great. Uh, did you see in the paper today, uh, Wayne Arnold has big competition coming in. Yeah. They're building, uh, steak and shakes down here. In fact, they're going to be building one out by you at Flamingo and Sunrise. Oh, it's in the paper today? Well, we've been hearing about this for forever and ever, but I didn't know that was imminent. Yeah. Where in the paper is this? 
in the uh, business section on the front page. Well, I don't have the business section. I always leave the wrong section home every day. Didn't bring it. <laughs> but they're planning to put 20 of them down here over the next few years. All right. Great. Outstanding. Well, I don't, th- I don't think they'll be building one in Na- Wayne's neighborhood, if you know what I'm saying. They won't be building one in that neck of the woods. No, they probably won't, but yeah. it still is a great place to go eat. Yep. What okay. they ought to do is put up a little memorial to Murray and put his picture up. Right. That sounds good. And then get uh, Jeb Bush's picture out of there. Exactly. Have well, a good day. Thanks for the good news. Okay, there won't be long. Steak and Shake is coming. I told you. <laughs> coming. In fact, why not send the kids to lunch at Steak and Shake? Why not have one in front of every school? Huh? What's wrong with that? Cheese fries. In fact, in fact, you know how they have the food trucks? I mean, if there's really a desire to get something done, there are more ways to do it than just uh, sitting around, you know, going. Yeah. I mean, you know, all kinds of places where the construction workers and they have the guys with the food trucks come by and uh, they sell inexpensive sandwiches and whatever. Probably better stuff than you can buy and get in the goddamn school lunchroom in most schools. How about doing something like that? How about making it available right there on campus so fewer kids have to go off campus and go schlep into McDonald's and Wendy's and Taco Bell and Pollo Tropical or wherever else they're going? You know, unless maybe they're going out and getting laid during that 40-minute uh, lunch break, which uh, is their business. Maybe maybe some uh, the kids are eating something that ain't on the menu. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Pompano Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, I... I spoke to you about a month ago. I sent you a new version of the uh, Ten Commandments, and I addressed it wrong. It says Station WQAM, 200 Northwest 2nd Avenue, Miami, attention to your Rogers, and yeah. I just got it back. Uh-huh. Um, it's a long article. It's um, about the new version of the Ten Commandments, and when I was reading it, I thought, oh, you, yeah. I've been listening to you for a hundred years. Do you want me to read uh, some? No, no, God forbid, no. All right, now let me have your address, because I'd like... Okay, George, George will give me the address. But no, I tried to get it, and he said he said I had two options: either talk to you or not talk to you. Yeah. Well, why did you tell him that? Why won't you just? No, he told me that. No, I'm asking George. Oh, George. Oh, he was taking forever to get to his point. I thought he had a big long story. Okay, yeah, put me on with George. He, he said I'll give it to you now. Okay. okay. He just wanted to I'll put you through the. He wanted to put you through the uh, ringer. You know. Okay. Hang on. Well, you got to go through a little uh, grief to get. You know, you think we're just going to give you the address for nothing? Is that what you think? Uh huh. Wrong. Five six seven oh five sixty. I love this. I may just read the whole editorial from the Atlantic Constitution. I know I, I, people hate it when I read stuff on the air, but too bad. It's great. In fact, every time I do read stuff on the air, we get a whole zillion bunch of people saying, "Oh, please put that on your website, or please, where can we get a copy of that?" Just like that uh, idiotic thing that I read yesterday from Sherry Winston in the goddamn Sun Sentinel. I mean, this garbage, this swill of people who just don't have common sense. People who are professional. Whatever they are, professional blacks, professional Jews, professional Cubans, professional Goyam, professional idiots, whatever the hell they are, professional morons, yeah. Get with it. Always everybody else's fault. Oh, we didn't, uh, you know, the copy was uh, this reaching for a waistband. It's just an excuse. Sherry, you're a jackass, honey. You're an idiot. You're eminently unqualified to be writing a column even for the goddamn weekly reader. Even the kids would laugh their ass off at you, Sherry. You're a simpleton. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I got a uh, Dade County Schools uh, solution. Okay. They have Jeff Cohen delivered to the schools. All right. There you go. Hey, uh, another thing to touch on. Guarantee it'd be better pizza on. than that slop I saw the other day. Yeah, another thing to touch on. I took my nephew to the, to the opening day at the Panthers, the hockey fest. Yes, sir. And uh, they were nice enough to not charge the park. 
But uh, last year when we went, all the food and everything was half price. This time it seems like they tripled it. Two hot dogs and two cokes for like fourteen fifty. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, they just keep raping you, man, and the food sucks to begin with. That's uh, Wayne's specialty. And then the other thing they did was last year... I got year... at the ballpark, like Hank is always saying, the goddamn food at PP Park, I wouldn't PP on the best part of it. That's how bad it is. Yeah, next time I'm going to eat McDonald's right. first. That's right. Next, uh, the other issue was uh, last year they let you uh, go downstairs and go backstage into the locker rooms and check everything out. Uh, this year they were charging for VIP passes to go back there and everything. I thought that was kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> not to, really a fan appreciation type thing. How to win friends and influence people. Well, that's another reason they didn't put the goddamn goal lights in, because they don't want to spoil the fans and give us too much uh, you know, for our buck. Hey, any free tickets for the opening day? No. Here's a fax from Bob Lincoln, which, oh, I'm glad that he sent this. Uh, not shocking for me to say that. But yesterday he sent this fax saying the good news is there's a new airline for all you Vegas lovers like me. National Airlines, which started this year, and they've been flying from other cities nonstop to Vegas, but uh, as usual, we're way down on the list. But Miami to Vegas, they'll be flying nonstop starting as December of this year. They'll be flying 757s with 175 passenger configuration instead of the normal 200, 22 seats in first class. They're owned by Harris and Rio Suites. They'll make sure you get the best service. It's National Airlines, and they start this December nonstop direct Miami to Vegas. So say goodbye to America words. Oh, God, do they blow. Also, Sir Bob Ross sends a fax today saying, my new hero, Governor Jesse Ventura, in his Playboy interview said, all religions are for mindless wimps. Nice going there, Jesse. Jesse Ventura. See, we can't afford to wait till 2004. We need Jesse to run now. Saw him on there. It wasn't on Larry King. It was on some other, I don't know where it was. I was on MSNBC. We need him now. He said, organized religion is a scam and a crutch for the weak-minded. All right. There you go. And he also wants to decriminalize pot. He's also, he, see, he made it very clear last night. His vision of the Reform Party is fiscal conservative and socially liberal. How do you like that? There you go, what we've been looking for for a zillion years. That's exactly what we need. Fiscal conservative, social liberal. Somebody who wasn't interested in sticking his nose in everybody's goddamn bedroom and uh, pontificating what everybody ought to do. Empty out some jail cells with all these poor weed people so we can put some real criminals in there. And tell everybody that religion is a goddamn scam. It's a big ripoff. It's a lie. It's a big frickin' business. Oh, God. Well, only to have somebody like that leading this country. Or just even leading this town. Why in Minnesota they got him? And what, look what we got down here. We're stuck with Bush. Too much goddamn Bush, man. 5670560, oh, pound 560, honey. So what are we going to have for lunch, by the way? Oh, you already uh, taking care of that? We're going to get pizza from uh, Brad at Tony's today. I mean, I realize it won't be nearly as good as that crap that we saw in the uh, Michelle Gillen piece on Channel 4 yesterday. <laughs> that greasy, slimy pizza. Looked like, uh, I don't know what that was. It looked like a little uh, sauce on there, but it's not. Well, you know, she's uh, handling and she's sneezing and she's farting and she's sticking her nose and her ass and then uh, handling the food and the money and uh, handing it to your kids. God almighty, there ought to be a revolution in this town over what's going on in the school system. And the fact that there's not, and let me say it again, it's not just a commentary on the town, it's a commentary on the parents, on used people out there, most of whom don't seem to give a crap. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, uh, uh, Mayor Pinellas, I report. Mm-hmm. He was at, I was at a conference this morning, and he, he was the speaker there, and he introduced his wife as William. 
to my wife, William. Yeah. I swear. I looked around the table, and no, I don't know if anybody else got it, but whatever. I, I didn't know what it meant. But. Well, maybe he's married to a guy named William. I don't know. You know all Wait. Cubans are always calling him Maticone. I don't know. Maybe they got a point. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, I want to ask you something. I don't know if you've ever mentioned this on the air, but I know country music is for idiots, but how do you feel about Johnny Cash? How do I feel about him? I mean, you know. He makes me you... feel kind of shaky, to be honest with you. <laughs> Did you, no, well, do you like time him? I set the record straight about my friend George Bush. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Neil, you're the best. Okay, have a great day. Take it easy. Not like that. Johnny Cash, he sure can't sing, can he? No. No. Never could sing a lick. And I'll tell you, when he's 140 years old and he's got uh, a leg and a half in the grave, he'll still be making yet another comeback. 10.50, what is it? It's 10.56. How do you like that? At 5.60 WQM, I feel like I just sat down here already. My uh, rectum is on fire. I'm so pissed off about this school thing. I just, I don't understand people. I don't get it. I mean, it's not something revolutionary. No textbooks, no food, no meals for a whole bunch of these kids. And it's like, oh, yeah, what are you making trouble for? What's the, we just, it's just the way it is. We got too many kids. We can't afford to feed them. And this is the assistant superintendent of schools with a bad hairpiece, Henry Fraud. God, are you people in Dade County. Man, no wonder we all moved to Broward. Jesus Christ, thank God. I, I did it I was did it ahead of the time before everybody started flying out. I did it long ago. Maybe I had a little bit of foresight, foreskin. America, let's hear it. Let's have a goddamn draft the body campaign, huh? So anyway, nobody responded a couple of days ago when I mentioned the. Uh, in fact, somebody called and alerted me to it, which I thank the guy for doing. But nobody must have seen that piece on Dateline two nights ago, which they repeated on MSNBC last night about the Atkins diet. And they showed that guy that lost a hundred pounds. And it was uh, for considering most of the pieces are usually very negative and hostile. This one was pretty well balanced, and they had Dr. Bob on there looking old and uh, you know, but uh, he's great. And the, the guy that lost 100 pounds and has kept it off for over a year, his cholesterol has gone way down. He's in great health. He hasn't felt better in a zillion years. He's got all kinds of energy. And they showed his freezer, and his freezer was loaded with meat. And I've always said, that's always been my motto, man, if you can't reach for some real good meat, you, ain't, you know, life isn't worth living. You always got to have it close by. 
So it's kind of too bad JP went back to school, you know. But seriously, he had ribs and he had steaks and he had uh, you name it. He just loaded. And that's what you got to do. That's the only way you can stay on the Atkins is just, just to make sure that your whole house and also where your car. Like when I leave here every day, if I had some Slim Jims to take with me, some beef jerky, some Slim Jims on the way home, not when I come in in the morning, but on the way home if I had that stuff to nosh on a little bit, just to tide me over during that. And by the way, one of the reasons I'm frustrated when I leave here is no more uh, Sylvia there at the goddamn turnpike. Why did you people take away my girlfriend Sylvia, you maniacs, at the turnpike by the goddamn ballpark? Since I raved about what a great person she was and how much I loved her, she vanished. They probably put her at some other joint just to piss me off. So maybe somebody did see that. Don't forget our uh, Center One stuff starts uh, tomorrow in all the spec stores all over town in South Florida, Dave Broward in Palm Beach. Maybe someday if I live long enough, I'll, well, why do you have your fingers crossed like that? No, no reason. What does that mean? Is there some doubt that it will be in the uh, specs tomorrow? I told you the story. But it'll, it'll be nip and tuck. It'll they'll be there. They will be there. You better tell me that they'll be there. I'll tell the story about the golf tournament. They'll be there at the, the appearance. That's for sure. They'll be there at the appearance, which is at Specs this Saturday. I'll be there at the Sawgrass Mills Mall, which is right at the Blue uh, Dolphin entrance near Ruby Tuesdays, off Flamingo Road near Rooms to uh, Go. Noon to two this Saturday at the Sawgrass. So at any rate, and then also we're going to be doing the next appearance at Pizza Loft at Tuesday, October 19th, 6 to 8 p.m. Pizza Loft in Davie on University Drive behind, behind Pier 1 Imports. You get a little bit nervous when you start talking like that, like maybe uh, this and maybe that, especially after the uh, disgraceful, embarrassing story, which I wasn't going to tell on the air about that fiasco. It wasn't bad enough we had all the OJ business going on. It wasn't bad enough for that. And, then, and I didn't see it myself, but the rumor I hear is that one of our people, I don't want to mention Sam, who's as useless as teats on a goddamn pencil. I don't want to mention him. But went on the year along with that embarrassing OJ crap and claimed that we raised 25 grand for Center One at that golf tournament and come to find out from my hysterical lawyer, Norm Kent, who called me in the middle of the show yesterday during commercial break to tell me that we only raised over a little over two grand for Center One because all the rest went for expenses. So we went through all of that. You know, I mean, uh, every dollar, every dime, you know, helps. It's great. It's a great charity. But, uh, you know, to go on here and tell people we raised 25 grand when we raised really two grand, does that sound like a little, uh, uh-huh. green line to you? But then again, Lion is our middle name here at QAM. Here's a lady in the Keys. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I called you a couple weeks ago about uh, nominating you for sainthood, and the Pope said no. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Um, Ed Pope said no? The Pope Screw said him. no. He's a silly old man anyway. That's a dumb column. <laughs> you and your uh, golden crowbar. Yeah. Um, just a couple of things. Um I don't know if it was brought up. I tuned in an hour late today. Ketchup is a vegetable. Right. We call that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, just hitting on something else you said last week, because I didn't want to be chronic, but I think Colombia should be uh most favored trade nation. It already is. Well, I mean, on the record. Yeah. As opposed to China. In fact, if George W. gets in, he's going to make it to announce that the first day. The first uh, day he gets yeah, in, I have. Inaugurated. You're at... <laughs> Nothing will surprise me. In fact, I would. Uh, I always write in. Uh, I am a registered voter. I vote religiously, and I wrote in. Uh, right. Well, I'm sorry. Are you there? Every case, I, got I write in. I mean, you. You know, you can be dead to vote. This is South Florida. Right. Uh, you could probably be dead to run if you look at some of the candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I voted for uh, Ralph Nader and Frank Zappa. Yeah. How about Jesse the Body? What do you say? Oh, God, yeah. 
I mean, in really? Let, let's start a big movement right now. I say today, let's start a gigantic <laughs> movement for Jesse the Body. We can't wait another four years. He puts the puck in the bucket. Right, that's right. Bucket. He puts the uh, biscuit in the basket. And I think if you're not uh, experienced in uh, smoking a little weed, uh, you know, you're not fit to run this country. Right, because, that's uh, right. It's a new millennium, baby. Uh, one more thing. Yes, ma'am. I have a daughter uh, in rehab for four to six months. She's 15 years old. She's in there because she is addicted Pot, okay, and uh, this is what they say, and it kills all your sperm cells. And I don't think she has any sperm cells, yeah. but that's what they say. And when they took her away, three three people took her away to the the place. I was cloistered in the judge's chamber, and the judge suggested <clears throat> uh, that would I voluntarily go into rehabilitation myself. I didn't tell her I've been smoking pot for thirty years. And I was feeling pretty surly, and I said, uh, no. And she she insisted, and she said, and I said, no. And she uh, said, well, we can put you in contempt of court. And I said, well, uh, you do what you have to do, but uh, I don't care because I could use a little time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> life is good in the keys. Okay. <laughs> Hang in there, sweetheart. Bye, babe. Okay, bye-bye. Wow. The Festival 99CD is coming Friday. Get him at Specs Music and Dane and Crowder, plus West Palm and Boynton. Catch Neil appearing at Specs Sawgrass Mills this Saturday from noon till 2. I'm feeling the Festival. A benefit for Spender One from 560 QAM. It puts the lotion in the basket.
1114 at 560. WKM, we got the Hank Goldberg Show at 2. Hank and Bino at um, 5 to 6. Hurricane Hotline, 6 to 8. And I got the very uh, distasteful uh, chore of telling you who's going to be on 6 to 8 or 8 till 10 o'clock tonight. Joe Zagaki. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. See, better him than me. So who's going to be on 8? Joe Zagaki. Thank you for the bad news. And then Ed Kaplan at Flagler at 10 o'clock. Why do we keep putting him back on the air? Why do we keep doing that? Are we that desperate? Uh-huh. Are we that uh, uh-huh. much without any kind of uh, principle whatsoever uh-huh. that we put a man with no personality, a bland disaster, a horrendous, uh-huh. grotesque? Uh-huh. President Yoweri Museveni has ordered the arrest of homosexuals in Kampala, Uganda, saying U.N. human rights conventions do not necessarily apply to Africa, a newspaper reported. How do you like that? Oh! Look at Pat Buchanan likes it. He's considering moving, but there's too many smarts there. I've told the Criminal Investigation Department to look for homosexuals, lock them up, and charge them. Tuesday's issue of the government-owned New Vision newspaper quoted him as saying, homosexuality is illegal in Uganda and carries a maximum punishment of life imprisonment. The Ugandan leader criticized the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, saying it had not been drawn up for the participation of African countries and therefore was not universal in Africa. We'll show you a thing or two, okay? You think we're barbarians? We'll prove it to you. That's in Uganda. Sylvia's working the second shift. What does that mean? So I don't get to see her anymore? That's what that means. Well, God damn it. I miss you, Sylvia. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I guess nobody did see that Atkins piece because it was pretty good. It was pretty well balanced. It was uh, almost, uh, except for that goddamn, you know, they got to bring on the uh, the naysayers. They've always got to do that just to cover their ass, just in case a bunch of people croak. Which so far, have we seen anybody croak from it yet? No. All this crap about kidney disease? No. No. Here's Margate. Hello. Yeah, we doing, Neil. Okay, sir. Did you know that this is the banned book week? Really? Yeah, and, and six of the ten uh, novels of, the, of this century uh, have been major censorship battles, and the worst is in Florida. We're up in Pensacola. They tried to ban human anatomy and physiology because it showed explicit sexual drawings on human Gentiles. Oh, my God. Human Gentiles. Oh, my God. Diary of Ian Frank, Huckleberry Finn. Time to ban the Gentiles, that's what I say. Little House on the Prairie, uh, Grapes of Wrath, Great Gatsby, they're all, uh, they've all been tried to be censored at one time. And they got 150 members of the Congress, I guess they're not liberals, the Christian right, uh, trying to uh, pass through a lot of things, strict, uh, strict uh, uh, language and books. So it's getting worse instead of better. Flowers oh are right God. up there. There you go, okay. Pretty soon they'll be banning goddamn Time Magazine, that'll be next. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Oh, and there we go, line eight again. We're getting that new phone in here someday if we live long enough, so we won't have to go through that again. Oh boy, I feel like you know this place. You take one little tiny half a step forward, and then you take ten steps backward, just when you think you're making a little bit of progress. Here's uh, North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a uh, kid in Pembroke Pines. My, I live there. And uh, they're supposed to go to Flanagan High School. She's in ninth grade. But they go out to the ninth grade annex, 55 portables. And they have P.E. Now, the P.E. is done in the field out behind the portables. Yeah. No water to drink, no trees, no overhang. And the kids are there for an hour and a half class. You can imagine what that smells like when that's done. Yeah. There's no showers. Yeah. There's no showers. No showers? No showers. There is no lockers. The kids must wear sneakers or carry them and the clothes that they wore during gym with them all day long. Oh, my God. And, there, and I've been to the school already, 
And one of the things I wanted to mention before I go is that every parent that hears me, they are responsible. It's not yeah, sir, school I, I board. Want, I want to tell you something right now, okay? You are the only caller I got on the board. Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't have mentioned that because I said a few days ago, and I really meant it, that I'm going to rely a lot less on calls since we don't get that many. But you're the, that, that shows you how much these parents give a crap about what's going on with their kids. They just don't care. Well, they're responsible. If the government doesn't want to pay for education, they should vote them out. If the school board is negligent, and believe me, this is the worst kind of negligence, the water is undrinkable. And, you know, the teacher, uh, the teacher works out there all day long. Not that, you know, it's like, it's a joke. I went over to the school, I complained, I'm going to go to the advisory board meeting, and I tell every parent that has a kid in Pines, especially in ninth grade, yeah. 4,300 students in Flanagan High School is built for 1,800. Beauty. And there's 1,300 at the portable site, 55 portables. But you know what Florida's like in the morning, 90 degrees. Mm -hmm. They're an hour and a half. It's a joke, yeah, it and they smell, do it exercise. It must smell real good in there the it rest of the day. It must be wonderful. And mm -hmm. the exercise, you know, they do exercises, too. They must run a mile. Then they do exercise, and where do they do it? On a thing of blacktop. Painted green. Excellent. Yeah, and if they're not Painted doing it on grass. the blacktop, uh -huh. they're doing it in the grass. <laughs> and this is totally acceptable. You know, they they say, oh, well, this nut, lady told me lovely people work there. I mean, it's a miserable circumstance. They said, oh, they're never going to put showers out here. This is only temporary. I said, how temporary do you think it'll be? Five, ten years? They're never going to change it. Never. And these kids are there. And then they want the children to respect the system, to respect the teacher. Right. They want all kinds of respect. They want the kids to kowtow, and they treat them like dogs. And no adult would take it. <laughs> no adult would take it. And the parents should be ashamed. Amen. I'm in back. I'm telling you, Neil. I'm, 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 older hum parent. I'm humiliated for the fact that just after this Channel Four piece these last couple of days, the public should be screaming bloody yeah. murder that they're sending their kids to school and that a whole bunch of them, at least in Dade County, aren't even getting fed lunch every goddamn day. Don't even have an opportunity to get a meal. Well, my my other daughter goes uh, is a year younger, two years younger, and she eats starts eating lunch at ten thirty, ten thirty, and they finish lunch at one thirty, and the school's over at two thirty. I mean, it's and the, the, the politicians allowed the builders to build and build. They never thought about a school. And now here we are, and there's going to be even more kids there. And, you know, my generation, anti-war and all this crap, they aren't doing jack. All they're That's doing right. is worrying about making a buck. Amen. And now when their kids grow up, what's in store for them? Mm -hmm. What's in store for them? It's not going to get any better unless it's, somebody just starts screaming about it. It's just it's going to embarrassing. Get worse. And I love the comment by Jesse Ventura. Katie Couric and those people on that show this morning look like sh somebody shot him between the eyes. Good. Al Roker said, oh, you know, <laughs> he didn't know what to do. He was like, whoa, I can't And it's the, it absolutely needed to be said, thank God, this guy, somebody said. He's the, he's the only hope we got, I'll tell you that. The rest of them, they're all the same. You put them in a barrel and you reach in and grab one, they all smell the same. It's so embarrassing. I hope somebody heard me. I'd love to see a 1,000 people at that advisory board meeting. It's October 18th or 19th. They can call the school. Burn it down. Okay, thanks for calling, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Neil. Thanks. Bye. There's a guy that cares anyway. That's unusual. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I've been telling this audience for a thousand years. I've been screaming bloody murder about the priorities of the American public being upside down, and they are, man, sick, twisted, upside down. Got to have a new stadium, baby. We got to have a new uh, sports facility. Yeah, right. Your kids are going to learn a lot there. Who ever heard of these things? 
Who ever heard of any of these things? Kids bringing guns into school. Kids bringing knives into school. Kids with no lockers. Kids with no lunch. Kids with uh, in portable goddamn uh, classrooms. Kids with no textbooks. And the Bushes, by the way, both of them, over in Texas and here in Florida, oh, yeah, we'll solve this. We'll put the goddamn public school business, uh, put, put the system out of business is what we'll do. The private and the parochial schools, they're the ones that are going. And if your school, by the way, ain't up to snuff, we'll penalize you for it. Instead of trying to bring you up to level with everybody else, if you got low test scores, we'll stick it to you to guarantee that your kids won't get any education there. And the one school system in Texas, by the way, I read a uh, that didn't uh, wasn't up to snuff. They're having a nervous breakdown about Bush, who all voted for him, by the way, and now realize what a phony he is—a goddamn elitist piece of crap. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Yeah, let, let me just tell you something. I sat in on a parent-teacher night at Tamarack Elementary last night. Yes, I got to tell you, I walked out of there, and if I didn't have high blood pressure walking in, I did walking out. All we heard is how Jeb Bush screwed this up and Jeb Bush screwed this up, that he didn't realize how many A schools we have here in Broward County, and now there's not enough money in the budget to reward the A schools, and how my kids have to learn a doctrine put out by the state which allows them to pass a stinking test. They can't write a sentence, but as long as they follow the state guidelines and as long as they're able to answer the test questions properly, they're promoted to the next next grade. So, grammar. Right. It's just enough to, I mean, what do you do? We've been fighting this for years. The answer is we got to move out of state. It's unfortunate. But there's nothing you can do to correct the situation here. It's a sin what they put these kids to. Do you realize my kid eats lunch at 1.30 in the afternoon? She leaves school at 2.30. She eats lunch from 1.30 to 2. There's no recess. She has physical education once every six weeks. (laughs) It's unbelievable what these schools have become. And somebody has to wake up and somebody has to see what's happening here because Columbine is going to be a common occurrence right. because there's no way these kids can stand up to what's happening to them. They can't do it. I don't know. You're the only sane voice on the radio. I wish you could do something about it, but I know even you can't. Yeah. Okay, pal. We'll try. Okay. We're trying, just like the Channel 4 piece. Like I said, at least they got a response in one day. At least they got a response, even though it wasn't a good response, but at least the public's eye is on it now. And more people have got to start screaming about this stuff. It's unacceptable. It is unfreaking acceptable. And these two guys that called there, and, and like I'm always telling you, we don't hear from any of the mothers out there. We hear from a lot of mothers, but not the mothers of the kids. Women don't give a crap about this. They're too busy watching Oprah and Jerry Springer. That's all they give a crap about. Let me just tell you this. If that's your mentality, stop making babies, okay? Get fixed right now. Stop making any more babies, please. Do us all a public service. We don't need any more goddamn babies getting thrown off bridges or stuck in pizza ovens, please. All these crazy right-to-lifers, these fetus huggers out there, they don't give a crap about any of this. All they give a crap about is overpopulating the world, which we've already done an unbelievable job of doing. Oh, no, we can't afford to build any more goddamn new schools. Let's build some more prisons so we can put some more goddamn marijuana growers in there, some more weed criminals in there. And you give me a song and a dance like that one punk, oh, screw you, Neil, when I'm telling you about what a screwed-up society this is. I don't care how many goddamn strip shopping centers you got, how many glitzy neon signs you got, or how many super highways you got. This is still a goddamn slaughterhouse. This is a place for idiotic barbarians. This isn't a goddamn civilized place. 
where people don't give a crap about their kids. All this is empty rhetoric. Oh, our children are our most important resource. Yeah, right. What a freaking joke. We got the goddamn word police and the pot police, but we don't have anybody that's interested in teaching anybody to have an IQ larger than their thumbnail. Get smart, America. It's about freaking time. And like I said, Jesse the body, oh. that's their only hope. I'm writing his name in. Floridians, dumb as dirt. In theaters now, from the producer of The Sixth Sense, it's The Seventh Sense. I smell old people. Well, me too. They smell like Bengay. No, like mothballs. They smell like albacore. No, like tourpolis. The Seventh Sense. No, like an albacore stuffed with mothballs. <laughs> Showing now. Okay, here's the news. Uh, Panthers just traded Billy Lindsay to Calgary for Todd Simpson, which I had a fax on that earlier, but now it's official. It just happened. Didn't I tell you that they were going to trade Billy Lindsay? Did I tell you that days ago? Uh -huh. Yes. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. So at least they're doing something. And watch those calls just drop off like flies, man. Wow. See, they're really whipped up about this. It's that important to them. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hey Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. Okay. Well, since we're all on the bad side, I'll get to the good side. Uh, I just can't wait to see you. At brilliant. Thanks for your usual brilliant call. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Dania. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, you're such a goddamn boy. Long live Howard. Yeah, long live How Howard. Guess what? Howard ain't on right now, okay, you old fart? Long live Howard. Howard ain't on. It's 11.30 in the morning, and you're listening today like you do every day. That's why I'm so boring, because, uh, you know, that's why you're listening. Old, old, wrinkled, tired, you're the reason that all these things go on in this state. Because this isn't a state for young people anyway. This is a place for old farts like you who want to make everybody else just as miserable as you are. Long live Howard. Yeah, you should live so long. That's this guy's only relationship with sex is to listen to Howard in the morning. That's as close as this guy's ever going to get again. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. I had uh, three three stories. First of all, ten years ago, I tried to talk to uh, the school district down there in Broward County about my kids' school. Nobody rode the bus there. There was no buses. Everybody was driven to school or walked to school. And a bunch of us parents thought the traffic pattern was unsafe. And we had a suggestion to change it. Do you know there's actually a class you have to take at Broward Community College like the protocols of uh, talking to people who work for the school district. It's like you'd have to know when to kiss the ring and when to scrape. Really? The, the protocols, Absolutely. Of, the protocols of speaking to people who work for the school district. Basically, it's, yeah, it's like how to get through, uh, how to get your address, your concerns addressed at the school district. Like the protocols of the elders of Sunrise. Like that. Now, and, and let me tell you something else, too, okay? Given, if, if this is a plumber, would you keep giving them more money? The problem is that they don't have money. The problem is they have buildings full of people who never do a damn thing all day and get a salary. What we ought to do is we ought to fire everybody that works for the government that doesn't talk to three taxpayers a week. Make them go home for a month, and then let the people who are left over vote on who gets to come back, okay? Because that's the only way to cut this crowd out. They wasted money, and it's just like the fire, the fire chief wants a new fire truck. Well, he's going to let a couple houses burn down. I bet he gets his new fire truck. They, they put the pressure on at the point of sale, which is where our kids go in there, and they just ask for more money and more money and more money, and they don't do nothing with it except spend it on themselves and hire more people under them so they're a bigger shot. And that's, that's the problem with every 
part of our government. Well, I'm going to go, go to BCC and take a course and find out how to speak to the callers. Well, I, I, I assure you that's the case. After, I after, I'm going to get, take that right after windsurfing. Well, you just go try to make an appointment with a principal at a school if you have yeah. a kid there. And it's like, oh, well, you've taken, uh, you know, uh, I forget what the number of the courses or something. So you get a certificate. It's like, this guy knows how to, you know, address you properly. I, I have this, maybe how it's your eminence. I'm also going to take like deflecting 101, too. Exactly. Make sure exactly. I know what you need to bend down and, on. And, 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 but here's the thing that bothers me. The thing that bothers me about you is, I mean, you're so pro-government. And, and if this was a plumber, you would, you would fire him. Oh, is this, is this another gun hugger? Is that what this is? Well, that's exactly who yeah, Okay, I mean. thanks. Because you weren't making any sense anyway. Five, six, seven. Oh, the thing that bothers me about you, yeah, is that you're so pro-government. What, what, what is that? I'm pro-government. I'm as anti-government as anybody you'll ever meet in your life. See, this guy really, this is all a smokescreen. Okay, it's just that's all he's concerned about is just don't take away my guns. That's all he cares about. Oh, you're so pro-government. That's a freaking joke. <laughs> Get the government out of everybody's bedroom, off their back, out of your lives, and have them start doing the things that you're paying your taxes for. That's all we need government for. Educate your kids, protect the goddamn public, provide the services, et cetera, and so on, and keep the infrastructure going. And that's it. That's all we need. Have the government do the things that we're paying our taxes to have them do, period, period, end of discussion. Let's get rid of the goddamn word police. Let's get rid of the goddamn bedroom police. Let's get rid of the pot police. I'm so big on big government. You should live so long, pal. You got to, you're just obsessed with your goddamn pistola, with your little phallic object. Must be an old smoothie, this guy. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, hi, Neil. I, I, I've never called up a show before. I've listened to you for a long time, and I've never, just never felt like calling, but... You know, I have a 12-year-old daughter, and, and fortunately, I've been able to put her in private schools for, and, and the reason why is when, when she was, start school, uh, we brought her to the elementary school where she was supposed to go, and there were two signs, probably eight foot big, square, no guns or drugs allowed. These are five-year-old kids that have to walk into a school and be faced with something like that. And, you know, I, I, I'm having a rough time going because I, I don't do this very often, but she's been in private schools, and the programs that she has, you can see the advantage, and you can see why wealthy people continue to become wealthy mm -hmm. because there's such a distinct advantage. I mean, they're learning programs that I probably didn't learn until I was in college. It's, it's, it's such a tremendous program. I don't think it would cost any more... To put these in the public schools, I don't think it costs any more to do a good job than it does to do a bad job. Mm -hmm. Except all they want to do here is, is again, I, I stay up to their armpits in bureaucracy and coddle the idiots, the dummies who aren't learning anything and aren't going to be able to learn anything, who, so they can keep them there and keep advancing them with this so-called uh, this bullcrap that's been going on for as long as uh, I've been in this state. That's Moving exactly them along it. from year to year to year, and it's a bunch of garbage. Get them the hell out of there. Take the disruptive people. Take the idiots who are the low learners and slow learners, and uh, get them out of the way. Everybody else, when in doubt, get them out. And that's and you see that in school. I mean, if if you're a problem, you're out. You don't. They don't. They don't pay attention to that. You're yeah. going to cause a problem to 20 other kids. You don't belong here. We'll Nobody pay attention to, to the 19. Anybody, no. And then they want to build more stadiums, which is another real. I mean, it's like. 
Sir, I want, I, want to, I want to tell you something. My blood curdles when I think about the potential that one dime more of tax money could be spent to build one more goddamn sports facility in a town that's already got too many sports facilities, some of which are hardly ever used anyway in the Miami Arena, which almost will never be used. This is a, a crime. And to think that the mayor and a lot of other politicians, like some of the commissioners in Fort Lauderdale now, and, and the mayor of, of Miami and all of these assholes are willing to try to you know, get us sucked in again. And the both major newspapers, by the way, coming down on the side of this idiot John Henry, this is unconscionable. What hurts is Neil. Unbelievable. They're going to win. They're going to get their guys. No, they're not. They no, they up. won't, pal. They will not win. Believe Neil, me. Mark it down when I told you there will be no new stadium for the Marlins. Write it down in Braille. Well, I, I just feel that there are so many morons down here. is isn't going to happen, man. Just take a look at the penny sales tax, okay? People are starting to wake up. Better late than never. I hope so. Okay. Good luck. And good luck to us. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Just what we need is to find some. See, I hate to break the news to you, but you know, well, you know, the money's from the tourists. It's a bed tax, but the fact is, it's still revenue that we collect. Oh boy! Just like all the lottery money that was supposed to go to education, did it all go to education? No. No. You can do whatever you want with that money because we're collecting that revenue, so you can put it to good use. Or you can put it up for crap, for nonsense, for garbage, so you can, again, help out the billionaires that these people are in bed with. You people at the Herald and the Sun Sentinel, just on this one issue, where the hell are you? Where are you? Where's your outrage? Where's your goddamn common sense? Or if they got their hands so god deep in your pockets that uh, you, you, your common sense is gone, if you ever had any. Beware of exploding balls. From the creators of the fabulous show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? It's Who Wants to Live in a Trailer Park? Okay, for 35 food stamps, a child will have an IQ of 4 if your sister has sex with A, her brother. That's me. B, her cousin. Oh, that's Jethro. C, the town idiot. Hey, that's me too. Or D, the family dog. Scruffy? I done that. I didn't get no babies from it. So I'm going to have to go with A, her brother. Me. Final answer? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Either A or C, because you are her brother and the town idiot. And you do, in fact, have a son with an IQ of four, don't you? Yeah. Hey, stop trying to sniff your bum crack, Billy Joe Bob, and, and smile for the cameras. Tune in next time as we try and turn those 35 food stamps into a double-barrel shotgun with no safety on... Who Wants to Live in a Trailer Park? On ABC, the EFG. It's 11.45 at 560 WQM. Yeah, they had a piece on the news last night and again this morning about those two school bus accidents yesterday around the country and uh, two kids getting killed. And it's really interesting that at this late date, how many years have they had school buses? About 600 years they've been having kids go to school in school buses. And now the big debate about it is, well, should we have seatbelts? And the one group of people is saying, well, you know, you got to have them. It'll save lives. And then the other group is, well, we had a study, and it shows that more kids will get killed if we have seatbelts because their bones will crack and they'll get thrown to the side. Now is a real good time to be worrying about that, isn't it? 400 years later. But the real issue that they don't, they talk a little bit about, but because we don't want to be insensitive to anybody, is the nature of the people who are driving your kids to school and bringing them home every day. And you know something? Probably the less you think about this, the longer you live, because it'll stress you out if you think about the nature of those people who are driving the school buses. Yeah. I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying most of them. Most of them shouldn't even be allowed to drive a goddamn Volkswagen Beetle out there on a the goddamn highway, much less a school bus. Do you know how difficult it is to drive a bus, by the way? It's not like driving a goddamn car. It's like driving a truck. 
we got people driving school buses who are eminently, absolutely, positively unfreaking qualified. Like the one guy was, what was it? His fourth uh, wreck where he hit the kid the other day. His fourth, uh, fourth time he hit somebody. But it was a little black kid, so we shouldn't be that worried about it, huh? I guess that's what it is. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. You've taught me to call. I've never uh, called your show before, and I've listened to you for years. But in the Sunset Gnome, the uh, Miami Herald, they had an article about this 18-year-old kid who broke into a guy's house in Cooper City. Mm -hmm. And the guy shot the kid. And the mother was saying that, you know, her 18-year-old son's been arrested 40 times. Right. And there's something wrong with the system because the system failed him. The system couldn't help him. Mm-hmm. And yet, you yeah. know, they talk about how he has an 18-month-old kid. He's still in high school. No mother. 18-month-old kid. You know, he, like, oh, he has an 18-month-old yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't so live with his He's already making babies. Let's hear it. He's making babies. Oh! He's making babies. He's robbing houses, right? And, and and there's something wrong with the system. The mm-hmm. system failed him. Maybe right. we should, you know, like uh, sterilize all these crazy people that are ever having children and that are out there. Forced sterilization. Them. Let me say it again. Forced sterilization. Yeah, it's just disgusting that there are people in America like this that keep on reproducing kids, that keep on out there stealing things and uh, you know raping people, and yet there's something wrong with the system because we can't rehabilitate these kids. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, take care. Good luck to us, pal. Now, the system has let us down, not him. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. That's what Sherry Winston says. You know, she said, Weinstein tastes good like a Jewish cigarette should. Isn't that what she said Uh in that idiotic column yesterday about mamas and daddies and all this other horse crap? Oh, Jesus. So, anyway, Jesse, the body this morning, I didn't see it. It was on um, uh, NBC on the Today Show. Because I saw him on last night. Now, did you have the exact quote or close to it you were telling me before what he said about religion? Apparently, he said it in an interview, a uh, Playboy interview, and then he oh, and he repeated it. it. Yeah, he denied. He repeated it, and he said, "Organized religion is a scam and a crutch for the weak-minded." All right, there you go, a scam and a crutch for the weak-minded. So quoth uh, Jesse the Body Ventura in his Playboy magazine interview, and he also said, "Let them smoke weed." Come on, how do you like that? See, ordinarily, any politician in this country is scared crapless to say anything like this because they feel they got to be goody two shoes and they got to pander to the, you know the the so-called middle America mentality, wherever that is. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for thanks for talking about this topic. I'm going to tell you a little something. I have set, I got five nieces and two nephews. One of my nieces, who's 15, is already popping out kids. And oh, my right. my other niece, she can she is barely literate. She's graduating high school, and they gave her social promotion. Social promotion, that's my favorite. And they yeah. Had, yeah. And also, we got to remember the grave curvature, so that people who kids who get 60 percentile is are is still considered a passing grade. 60. They get the, they're lucky, you know, if they get 60 percent of their tests right, okay, mm-hmm. you're passing. And then my nephew who plays sports. We won't even go into that. He, uh, they gave him bas- basically basket weaving 101 for right. his whole high school mm-hmm. just to keep him on the football team. And he comes out and he's basically talking like an illiterate goon. And that's what uh, that's what my uh, my relatives are turning out to be. 
And it's, it, I can just well, maybe, maybe someday they'll let you come and visit their trailer park if you're able to talk well, about it. Actually, they do live in one. The, the entire household. They got, <laughs> and between the two of them, Neil, I am from Arkansas. What do you expect? Oh, that's well, true. I have, yeah, my brother and his wife, between the two of them, they have uh, 10 kids, and they can match. Between the two of them, they can match Liz Taylor's weddings, amount of weddings. There you go. That's the important stuff. <laughs> We must procreate the faith. Okay, thanks for the good news, pal. Babies making babies, that's what it's all about. God forbid, we sure don't want to teach these kids about birth control, stuff like that, because that'll get them all horny and whipped up to a frenzy, and they'll start doing it. Keep them ignorant, baby. That Keep them ignorant, barefoot, and pregnant. That's the right-wing mentality here. That's coming from me, who's so big on big government. That That guy, what an asshole that guy was. Jesus. He's called before with his uh, right-wing rhetoric, his gun-sucking rhetoric. Oh, what worries me about you is, what's wrong with you is, no, there ain't nothing wrong with me, pal. I'm perfect. Just ask me. I'm a perfect asshole. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Today? Pretty good, sir. Quick point. That guy who was on a little bit about go, his daughter was in school in Pembroke Pines. Right. Out in the trailers. Mm -hmm. I'd like to know, every builder, when you build a new house, you have to pay impact fees to Broward County. One impact fee goes to parks and recreation. The other is for education. Yeah. What in the world is going on with all that money they're collecting? Beats me. I mean, there's one case right there. They've got to have the money. They're charging everyone for it. Mm -hmm. So where is it going? More mismanagement in the government. Yeah, going in somebody's pocket. That's the place it always goes. Just like that money was going to go that penny sales tax in Dade County. Yeah, that was going to go right into Mayor Pingus' Going to our mayor's buddy's pockets, right. You got it. That's it, Neil. Okay, thanks. Have a good one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Are they whipped up about this? No. No. All those mothers on the phone screaming and yelling and hollering about what's going on with their kids? No. 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 They're like I told you. They're busy watching Oprah. They're watching Jerry Springer. They're busy with important things. They can't be bothered with stuff like this. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning, Neil. Good evening. Good evening, whatever it is. I'm a little worked up over the subject today. Yeah, I'm foaming at the mouth, but I don't seem to... Unbelievable. Yeah. The guy who called about his uh, kid at Pines Elementary, mm -hmm. um, in the state of Florida, it's illegal to withhold water during physical activity when when children are engaged in any type of physical activity. Yeah. They are obligated to supply water every 20 minutes. Now, that may be a, an approach that he could take as far as getting, you know, causing some commotion over there, because they're breaking the law if they're not supplying water to the kids while they're out in the blacktop sweating their asses off. Right. Okay, number one, that's that's the one approach he may want to take. Um, if the Marlins get another stadium, I'm not saying they will or they won't, but if they do, they better not. we will have $1 billion in stadiums in South Florida, but, we have, right. no, but we have no room at schools to educate our children. Mm-hmm. People like yourself. And we have kids not eating lunch. We have no textbooks for kids to right. take home. Oh, everything that school. goes along with it. Right. If you speak out like yourself and myself, like I do, we're considered to be un-American or we're malcontents or we got to, so we're, we're screwed up in the mind and we just don't go along with, you know, everything that we're supposed to go along with. That's It's ridiculous. That's what our country was built on was people speaking out against something that wasn't right and correcting it. Yeah, so but, all these but nobody's people, speaking out. Nobody's screaming out nope, about no this. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing the usual routine here, trying to, you know, elicit a little bit of response. This is, just isn't one of those things that gets, uh, it's not a sexy issue. You know, nobody really gives a crap. No, we've, we've created a society of uneducated, ignorant people on one side and elitist, selfish jerks on the other. Right. Eventually, 
It's going to come back to haunt all of us. Now, what do you mean eventually? It well, already is. Well, this is a I goddamn know, slaughterhouse, this country. Scary, Not eventually. We're already in it. You're right. And the scary thing is we haven't even seen the worst of it. Yeah. And anyone who has any notion of voting for George W. Bush for the President of the United States is either an elitist or has not done their homework and does not realize that this guy is nothing but a criminal. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it amazes me that people are actually donating hundreds of millions of dollars to his campaign. It just blows my mind. Well, why should that surprise you? Well, I don't know. It shouldn't surprise me. He's the, he's the tool of big money. Why should it surprise you that he's attracting it like a maggot? Yep, he is. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Neil, you keep up the good work, and at least we have one person down here that, you know, you and George both at least get it. Okay, pal. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, I'm screaming and yelling and hollering and carrying on. Is it going to do any good? No. no. Can't change the public overnight, man. You can't change them at all. I mean, they're just intractable and immovable. They got all the answers. They know what's important. Like the sports nerds that uh, listen to this radio station the other 20 hours a day. Oh, you're peeing on our parade. You don't want that stadium because, uh, first time you got some reason. Somebody's paying you off. I only wish that I had tapes. If I had my VCR going when I was channel surfing last night, I went from the game there in, in, in Chicago at Comiskey Park. There was nobody there. I mean, nobody. And the game in Montreal, there was nobody there. And in St. Louis, in this doubleheader where McGuire hit uh, two more home runs as if it was a big news there, there was nobody there. But let's spend some hundred, four hundred million dollars more to build a goddamn baseball stadium so this millionaire can uh, weasel his way off and make some money. Because it's really very important to our community. Let me say it again. You people at the Miami Herald and the uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel, you're a goddamn disgrace to this community. I only, the one thing we need more than anything else is a real newspaper here. And of course, because of your monopolies, we'll never get it. We think that Bush is lying. I bet he did a line cocaine. George's kid bet he did a whole lid cocaine. Seven years in Ben. Like to check if you're in cocaine. Thinking what the hell? He only like to smell cocaine. He did lie, he did lie, he did lie. Cocaine. George W. Bush bet you did cocaine. Oh, wow. Five hundred three five sixty WQM. I got two stories here, which I think give you a real good. Uh, just like the thing that I read that editorial from USA Today about the guns, the shootings in the Detroit and Windsor right across the river. Here's one from the front page of the Herald this morning out of Tallahassee. Miners need parental okay to get their bodies pierced now. Teenagers looking to pierce any part of their body other than their earlobes will have to get written permission from a parent under a new law that takes effect on Friday. Those under 16 would have to bring a parent along for the piercing. 
Can you imagine if they're getting their pierced and they're bringing mommy or daddy or both along to watch? No problem, says Alex Vescalzo, a piercer at Tattoo Circus in Miami. That's always been our policy anyhow, he said. The standard is you can't be tattooed if you're not 18, so you can't be pierced either. It's sort of unwritten law. Piercing a bunch of 15- and 16-year-olds who aren't going to take care of it makes everybody look bad. You want the parent along so you can tell everybody how to keep it from being infected. The body piercing law, and this is for the asshole that called the gun hugger that's giving me a song and a dance about how I love big government. The body piercing law, one of several going into effect Friday, was the work of Repub Representative Carlos Valdez, Republican of Miami, who pushed the bill for four years in the state legislature. Oh, it's all you liberals who want the big government. It is? Huh. Now, here's a story. Porn law violates kids' rights, man argues, out of Winnipeg, Manitoba, in Canada. A Winnipeg man says it would be perfectly legal for him to have sex with a 14-year-old girl, but he's a criminal for taking a topless photo of her. That's why Gary Michael Geisel is using the Canadian Constitution in his defense against child pornography charges. The legal age of consent for sex in Canada is 14. But the law says nude pictures of anyone under 18 constitute child pornography. Defense attorney Ken McCaffrey said the law discriminates against those 14 and older who want to pose for titillating pictures. The law also prevents his client from using uh, consent as a defense, which is allowed for having sex with a minor. Geisel, now 56, was arrested at the home he shares with his 80-year-old mother in January of 97 and charged with one count of possessing child pornography. Police seized photos of girls in various stages of undress. Oh! Provincial Court Judge Linda Griesbach found the disabled former cement plant worker guilty, but reserved sentence until the constitutional argument is resolved. A new court date of October 28 was set. McCaffrey noted that Geisel was not advocating child pornography, but pointing out where the law violates youngsters' equality rights. What we're advocating here is that a young person should have a right to choose. That includes the right to make good choices and bad choices. Prosecutor Deborah Carlson countered that while a sex act is fleeting, a photo is permanent and come back to harm participants later on. McCaffrey referred to the recent British Columbia Supreme Court ruling that struck down the criminal code section outlawing possession of child pornography, saying it violated both freedom and personal privacy. The appeal of that case will be heard by the Canada Supreme Court in January. See any uh, disparities there? Uh -huh. But if you want to get uh, your body pierced here, you got to be over 18. Or bring a parent along here in Florida, here in the U.S. of A. And if you want to have sex, you got to be over 40. Look at that phone, baby. What did I tell you? 5670560. I mean, you're pathetic. You're, you're just pathetic. Nobody can move you with a goddamn crowbar, with a lightning rod, with a foot up your rectum. Nothing can move these bastards off the dime. 23 years of the same agitation. I've been trying everything I know, standing on my head, squeezing my uh, nostrils, everything that I possibly know. Can you do it? No. Can't, can't move them for love or money. It's like trying to move the people in this company. like trying to tell them not to tell a lie. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Sonny Isles. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. I don't know if you saw the article in this edition of the New Times. There's a great article that says, Just Say No to John Henry about the stadium. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's by Jim Mullen. It's a great article. It's on page 11. I can fax to you if you want, but it's a great article. I got it right here. I got the New Times in my... Is this the one with the uh, Orthodox oh, Jews? The Holy Rollers. Uh, that's George Bush's crew, the Holy Rollers. No, drug, these are the Orthodox Jews. That's not George Bush's crew. Oh, well, they're the drug mules. He's right with them. Right. So. Okay, got it. Thank Check you. it out. Thank you. Going, man. Okay, there you go. Isn't that... Just Say No. I wonder where uh, Jim Mullen got that. Just say no. 
Urban Environment League President Greg Bush says it would be great to have a downtown nexus for activity, but the lack of overall planning for traffic and parking is outrageous. Oh, look at that. Big, uh, that'll kill some time. Maybe I'll read that. Since he's, no, it's just, it's a disgrace. It's a national disgrace that these things that I'm talking about here today that are on your goddamn television, some of this, uh, nobody cares about these things. So you, you know, it, it, it would be, it would be appropriate if you were the ones that were getting the fallout from your indifference, but the problem is that your kids are the ones that are suffering for it. If it weren't for that, I wouldn't give a crap because you get what you deserve, but in their case, they're not getting what they deserve. They're getting what you allow them to have, which is nothing. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, Neil? sir. I can barely hear you. Yes, sir. I'm right here. Okay, Right Neil. here, right here in this chair. One of your dark complected listeners. Come on. Long-time listeners, first-time caller. There's another article in the paper about getting injured. And if a trucker who is drunk and his employer knows it and hits your, you and your Corvette, the state has now put a cap on how much money. Right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. They can they can be negligent and not have to pay you a dime. Just leave you out in the cold. Mm-hmm. That's about it, Neil. Okay, Along thanks. With everything else, that's depressing right on the top. Hang in there, man. Okay, thanks. I'm going to pull the trigger right now. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty six hundred lines waiting on you here. Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Very very unbelievable. This is unbelievable today. All the other days, it has been very believable because I'm getting conditioned to it. But this today is just unconscionable. It's amazing. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. These days, there's a lot of confusion about banking. More big banks are merging with bigger banks. And they're all making promises about free checking this and customer service that. But when it's all said and done, you want a bank you can trust. One you can turn to. One that gives you what you deserve. We're that bank. Judiciary Union. At FU, we know you don't like long lines at the bank. So when you come to our bank and see the line, you'll say FU. Want to talk about customer service? After talking to one of our loan officers about a home loan, you'll say FU. So when you're looking for a bank, there's only one thing we can say to you. FU. FU, remember FU. And back at you, 1213 at 560 WQM. Hank Goldberg at 2. We got uh, Hank and Bino at uh, 5. Bino Cook rhymes with. And then 6 to 8, we got Hurricane Hotline after 8 o'clock. Well, we got Ed Kaplan at 10. In between 8 and 10, I'm too embarrassed to tell you what we got. You know what I'm saying? Here's a guy. Oh, please don't say it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? I would just like to say your topic for today is probably one of the best topics I've heard in a long time, and I agree with everything you're saying, and I think the school systems are really shot to hell like you see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really terrible. I mean, I'm a 28-year-old person. I graduated from uh, high school here. I coach, actually, basketball here, and it, it's atrocious to see how the kids are growing up right now and seeing what the respect level is right now, and coming... Ten years from now, what's going to happen? The people that are in the schools that aren't worrying about respect or worrying about anybody else, those are going to be the people that are out robbing you. Those are going to be the mm-hmm. people that are out committing the crimes. And the only thing you can turn it back on is say it's not the school's fault. It's the parents and the people that don't stick up for anything. Yeah, they, they don't give a crap. I've never seen anything like this in my life. These people, uh, they, they, they should have their kids taken away from them. I think, they, you know, parental uh, negligence. I actually think... I actually, as a coach, I think some of them would like that, to be honest with you, because they don't want to have the responsibility of their kids. I mean, yeah. they don't, they just don't watch their kids. And, and I think someone like you, I've been listening to you for a long time. This is the first time I've actually ever called. 
and I mean, the things that you come out and you say really mean a lot to a lot of people that know what realism is, and I am definitely one of those people, and I really appreciate your show for you letting other people know that are not aware of situations like this of, you know, the, the real stuff that you talk about is stuff that needs to be said, and unfortunately, not enough people in the, in the higher positions or whatever, you know, the laws and everything that's made don't speak up like you do. I think if they did, the country, along with everything else, would be so much better, and, uh, I mean, that's really all I really have to say. I just, I just really want to call you and tell you that at least you know someone that's young that's in the situation feels the same way that you do, and I really appreciate your show. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. Have a great day, sir. Thanks. Okay, I appreciate the guy calling from new about the New Times Jim Mullen article about the uh, baseball stadium, but I just read it during the break, and it's, uh, I mean, you know, what's in the article is is okay, but it, quoting Dan Paul and three other uh, activists in town who are opposed to the stadium, but it, but it's all for the wrong reasons. It's not just a question of congestion out in uh, downtown Miami. And, you know, basically it's about that one location. That's not what the deal is. The deal is what we're talking about here today. The deal is more goddamn uh, public subsidies for billionaires so they can play their goddamn fun and games. I hate to break the news to you, boys and girls, but there are more important things in life than games. And I know on this radio station that's deeply resented. And we got, I'm going to tell you something seriously. Those guys we got in the morning here, I mean, these guys are, these are guys here that are just, uh, game players. That's all they are. Professional game players. At least when Hank is on, even though Hank does a sports show, because that's what he's getting paid to do, there's some emotion there. There's some involvement in some other things, like the penny sales tax, like uh, the stadium thing, like there's, like there's some passion for something. Besides just coming on and talking about the same bullcrap as if to elevate to a level were to make it seem that important. It's not. It's not. And when you don't even have the balls to tell it like it is, just like about the home run thing with the baseballs, I mean, you know, again, you feel compelled to try to put it up here on this big level, like, oh, this is the most important thing in the world. Like Bob Eisenberg saying to me the other day, how about the, what's wrong with my Mets? I look at those sports nerd people and I say to my, not, not that I, you know, I'm holier than thou, that I'm so much better than everybody else, but I look at those people and I, the only thing that comes to mind is, yeah. well, what, what, what are you? What kind of space are you taking up? That this is all you live, eat, and breathe 24 hours a day. This is all you know. You couldn't have a conversation with some of those people about anything meaningful if their lives depended. If you held a goddamn Uzi and stuck it in it, you still couldn't have a conversation with them about it. Because they can't function on that level. All they know is games. Like these silly people with a goddamn U of M football. That's all I'm hearing on the sports shows now, by the way. And there's no legitimate interest there in the first place. It's, it's a bad, like uh, Hank said yesterday, there's only two kinds of hurricane fans. And that is bandwagon jumpers and bitchers and whiners. That's the only kind there are. And he's right. But, and there's an endless supply of those people, man. Endless supply. And you try to point a finger at something that, that like life and death, like is at the heart, the whole core of this country. And it's like, well, we can't, you know, we can't do nothing about that. Got these crazy people running around blocking off the goddamn streets. We had another one of these uh, Cuban uh, mad bombers there who can't even get the goddamn uh, target right. Bombed a car in a grove because, uh, well, the name was similar to the promotional agency that he thought was bringing in Los Van Van. And turns out that that guy, even the right guy, wouldn't have been the right guy because he ain't promoting and bringing them in anyway. That's the kind of stuff that goes on here. What can we get pissed off about, even though it's marginal and a bunch of bull crap? Here's a mobile in West Palm. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. Um, you know, if, if I thought any city that helps 
finance building a stadium would make money off of it, I would say, okay, well, listen, it's a business venture. They go into it. They make they make a profit, and they put the profit to good uses, you know, without raising taxes. Yeah, like the maybe building some more schools might be good. Exactly. But the problem is the devil's in the details, and it's it's it's, it's always a nice cushy deal for the for the team owner, and the city always loses money on it. Across the country, the cities the cities lose money on stadiums, mm-hmm. those deals. So, well, like San Diego, going to be losing their ass. Uh, John Stossel had a report once on on that kind of thing, and, and 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 the stadium had a guarantee that a certain percentage of people would show up. If not, the city had to pay the owners money for the stadium that night, and things like that, which are which you know, that's why I'm afraid of those things. That's why I'm against uh, any cities building stadiums because it's, it's never for profit, you know, and that's why I'm against that. But also, we're talking about the uh, I, I caught you late. You're talking about the. Uh, the New law requiring kids to be 18 to get uh, pierced. Piercing, yeah. Yeah. Are you against that? Because you, you bet I am. You are okay because I'm for that only because uh, to me, uh, as long as a parent has a legal responsibility to be in charge of that person, the parent should know everything about that person. And mm-hmm. I don't think somebody else can go and. They should know everything about the, that person. Well, what happens to that per- to that kid should be knowledge of the parents. So, so in other words, maybe they should hold they should hold their hand all day long too until they put them tuck them in in bed at night when they're fourteen and fifteen and sixteen years old. Not, no, not hold their hand, but if someone's going to do for for a, I guess it's a technicality, a medical procedure, you know, I mean, some of these places that that are, are a medical scared, procedure that's not really like well, you know that that's using an interesting term. I mean, term. well, if you have a piercing over your eyebrow, it's not really a place a proper place to be pierced where. Why, why not? Why not? I don't. I don't like the way it looks, but why not? What What is it your business where they want to stick it? No, it's it's not my business, but but I think infections can occur easier there. So, so, not, so in other words, if you're if you're 15, you can get infected, but if you're 19, you can't. Is that what you're saying? No, but no, but at that point, the parents aren't legally responsible for the for, for the person anymore. Well, legally responsible. Okay, thank you. You see where we're coming from? Legally responsible. So if you let your 15-year-old kid get his eyebrow pierced, you know, and he gets infected, maybe he'll sue you for parental uh, malpractice. Legally responsible. Thank you, sir. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line for the mobiles. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. Um, I think everybody's approaching this school problem from the wrong angle. Okay. Everybody's- Everybody seems to think that it's negligence on the parents, negligence on the on the administrators. This has all been planned out for about ten years. They're out to destroy the public school system and turn it over into the hands of the private schools. Absolutely, that's all it's all about. Jeff including Bush is, the, including the governor right here in Florida and his brother in uh, Texas, right? Well, in the school administrators too, they look around and see, and the teachers, they see how much that the pop private schools are paying. It's more than the public schools, so the good teachers are going to go to the private schools, and eventually, what you're going to have is you're going to have private schools opening up that aren't, you know, ten thousand dollars a year like Brian Crest, and mm-hmm. they'll cater to the more middle class, right? And the people that are left over that have, uh, you know, they're just their mama or no mama or foster care or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what you'll have left in the private schools. That is correct. That, that's the game plan, right? 
and and it's all planned. It's not it's not some accident. This has been they, this is in the planning stages, and they're about halfway through. And when they get it completely destroyed, that's when. But the I, I, guess, I guess it's kind of been going on longer than that because the parents are obviously so stupid that they're willing to sit back and nobody really. Not too many people open up a mouth about this, and they're willing to accept it. That's well, the tragic part. I mean, these are the same people who scream bloody murder about things that are so relatively insignificant, but something as important as this, uh, they don't even give a crap about it, most of them. Right. Well, that's what you have left. The people that really care throw up their hands and put their kids in the private right. schools, and, and the other people are home watching uh, Jerry Springer. Yeah. And uh, that's what that's what we're going to... I just, you know, I figure I'm not going to die by disease when I'm... Maybe if I live to be 60, 70, 80... Some, you know, punk's going to hit me over the head and steal my wallet, and that's going to be the end. Well, don't forget one thing. That's the American fucking way. You're right about that. Okay, good luck, Take now. Care, Neil. Okay. Wear a hard helmet. Always comes in handy. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So far, our response basically has been, yeah. I mean, even something as simple as the goddamn school lunches. How can you send your kids to school? I don't understand this. Did Michelle Gillen make this all up? Was she lying on Channel 4? I mean, even the assistant principal there, Mr. Fraud, even he acknowledged that, oh, well, we weren't aware of this, but, uh, yeah, this can't happen again, and this is unacceptable, and handling of the food that way, and yada, yada, yada. So they're not denying any of it now that they got caught with their goddamn meals down. But these people don't give a rat's ass about something as basic and simple as their kids getting fed at school during the day. So who the, how can you expect them to give a crap about whether they learn anything? Or about whether the goddamn person that's driving a school bus is qualified to drive a Volkswagen. Here's Plantation. Hello. Oh, there we go. Another one of our phone lines is uh, just died. That was line seven that time, by the way. You know something? Seriously, I'd like to pull a Hank here. I'd like to pick up this phone and just smash it against the goddamn wall. Why does it take like a major song and a dance like it did on Tuesday in this place? Why does it take practically threatening to walk out and then threatening lawsuits and every other goddamn thing to get these people off the dime? When a guy who sits down there and tells me to find my face how many millions and millions of dollars they're pumping through this place in Power 96 every month, when the hell are they going to do something with it for us? Got the chutzpah to sit there and tell me how uh, our engineer tells him how easy it is to change this thing over. Well, let's see it sometime in our lifetime, okay? Mr. Reed, Mr. Big Shot, let's see you do something for us finally. Not that the credibility level is low of this place. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Uh, I got a couple of comments. First, uh, I wanted to respond to the school and this, and this, you were talking about the sports nerds. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a problem that they have. I think a lot of them are very uneducated. They don't ever pick up a newspaper or, or watch the news. So they, they can't even participate in a, in a, in a conversation worthwhile besides, uh, stupid sports. So that's a big problem. They won't know what they're talking about. The only thing they do read is the sports section or mm -hmm. the sports, uh, or they listen to the uh, uh, Channel 7 Sports, whatever it is, with uh, Rosenhaus uh, Sunday night there. Uh, that's, they're just uneducated. They might have gone to college. doesn't mean they're educated, though. Uh, another thing is the, uh, the school system. I, you're probably not going to agree with this, but uh, I think the voucher system might work for the lower-class people because the voucher system, if you give them first priority into what schools they want to uh, have their children attend, and I mean, if they're a rational parent, they're going to want their child to attend the, probably the best school in their county or in their district. Uh, that could uh, help help the lower class people uh, receive better education and uh, 
a better lifestyle. Well, why not just make all the schools equal? Why, why do we have to do that? Why do we have to penalize schools? Why do we have to let those schools get worse and worse and worse? We, the thing is, it's human nature. There's no way you can make every school equal. You're gonna have why, some why not? Teachers. Why not? Why can't let, we have minimum standards for every school? Let, let me answer because uh, certain teachers are going to be better. Not every teacher is a robot. Certain teachers are better than others. So right off the bat, you can't get. You, 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 there's no way to get uh, equal schooling because there's certain teachers that are better teachers. There's certain. There's certain. That, it's just not computers and books that make a school good. It's the teachers as well. And the teachers aren't robots. Certain teachers are better than others. Yeah. So why can't we put better teachers in schools that are failing? Well, that. Well, I think we need to pay teachers better salaries. I mean, instead of encouraging parents to take their kids out of those schools so that only the dregs, the desperados, are left in there, that's part of what this last guy was talking about. That's part of the game plan of destroying the public education system. But that's the only way it's going to improve because right now the schools are are, are crap. They really are. And yeah, not, I know and, that. And, and the, te- the thing I is, know that. But Neil, let me let me finish though. The, the, the thing is, a lot of the kids. I'm sorry to say it. The schools might be crap, but if you want to learn, you can still learn and get a good education, and, and then a further education to go to college. I have a couple friends. They're African Americans, and they went to Carroll City High. Mm-hmm. I mean, really crap, really really crappy schools. Yeah. I I go to law school with them now at the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. They obvious they obviously better themselves. They said they even said to me, they go, listen, the schools suck, but if you want to learn, you you learn. You go to honor class. You take honor classes. You listen to the teacher. You behave. Yeah, there's always, you got to worry about safety issues at times, yes. But if you want to learn, you can learn. Okay. Okay, thanks, pal. All right, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Okay. 12.32 at QAM. Well, we better skip the bit we got behind there. My fault. Here's a fax from uh, David and Jupiter who says, very depressing news. Just a short note to tell you how the voters of Pittsburgh voted 70% against the building of two stadiums. Guess what? Even after the people voted against it, they're building two stadiums. Subsidizing the stadiums for the Roonies and the McClatchies, the two assholes are each worth more than $200. And by the way, to go back to the thing about the school buses and the story they had on the news last night, if the studies found out, by the way, that seatbelts on school buses did make the kids safer, we still got a big problem. You want to know why? Because they're too expensive. Because it costs an arm and leg to put seatbelts in all the school buses. Can't come up with the money for that, can we? No. But building new stadiums for millionaires and billionaires, there's no problem in America, man. No sweat at all. If the voters are against it, we'll find some other way to bring it in through the goddamn Rectum. back door. I'll tell you, the leadership that this town, you can't complain about the leadership here because there isn't any. From the newspapers, from the politicians, from anybody. Here's Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. We need to buy more lottery tickets to uh, to increase the uh, yeah, education. There you, go. there you go. Let's all go out and buy some right now. I, I had one other question for you. Do you, uh, you know the point spread on the Panthers game Saturday night? Yeah. No? Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. There's a real funny guy, <laughs> buddy, buddy. You're a real comedian, man. Point spread. They don't call them points in hockey, asshole. But what would you know? Here's a mobile and Stewart. Hello, mobile and Stewart. Hey Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. I just wanted to make you aware of a message I just left on our mutual fat, disgusting, garbage pail of a friend, Al Sunshine. I told him, I said, instead of maybe running around in hurricanes and sticking microphones and honest, hard-working people's yeah. faces, why don't he maybe now grab the governor, the superintendent, their family, and make a sneak surprise and just go have lunch at one of the schools some afternoon. Mm-hmm. And after that disgusting episode, maybe they should really do something and 
go ahead and do what you're trying to do. Rally the people behind and do right. something good for the public. Yeah, where, where, I'd like to know again, where is the mayor of Dade County who's, you know, during a hurricane, he was on television every couple of hours hyperventilating and all disappointed because we weren't psychotic enough to satisfy him, so we couldn't exploit that for his political gain. But now that we got all this embarrassment in Dade County, since he is the mayor of the county, where is he? Where are his comments on it? Well, naturally, you just hit it on the head. You know, I mean, when those things, it's like, you know, all oh, the people, they listen to him. He's the leader. Now, he's, this should be an embarrassment. He's a weasel. He's a weasel, and he's also a co-conspirator with Mickey Harrison and the Herald and all these other grave robbers that want to steal our tax money and use it for billionaires. I just told, I, I told Mr. Sunshine, I left him my name and number. Mr. Don't him. say Mr. Sunshine. Well, I told him, I said, if you're he's head, an asshole. I said, if his balls were as big as his head, maybe he'd do something. But right. if they're not, he'll do exactly. nothing. Well, they got the search party out. Thanks, Have a great day. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, Michelle started this thing, and you know something? I congratulate her, even though she is a simpleton and she makes me nauseous, and I'd like to break her legs. Even in spite of all of that, I congratulate her. Good job, Michelle. Even if you had to do it. And I'd like to know how come? How come it takes an investigative thing on a goddamn TV on Channel Four there for us to find out about these things? And how come it took those three kids in Hialeah getting killed in that car wreck for all of this to, you know, untangle un, uh, like this? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. A uh, couple things. One is, is it true they want to spend? I was reading the paper, so it must be that they want to spend twenty five million dollars to build. Uh, uh, an edifice over this uh, circle, which means nothing. There's so many other things that need to oh, be done. Oh, we got to preserve the circle, man. Don't you understand that? Circle jerk. Right. That's what they're doing at it. Then another thing I was reading in the paper, which very seldom do you read anything meaningful, but you see where Clinton wants to forgive $37 billion in debt to the uh, uh, African yeah. nations right. and uh, Hispanic countries. And, and, you know and you know who the one with the champion for that was was the Pope. I think Hillary was. No, the Pope. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, so, and the reason that they're so poverty-stricken is because they've all been over-reproducing like rabbits because the Pope told them to do so. Now we can forgive their debts so they can start from scratch and build up gigantic debts all over again. I think the taxpayers should have a right to decide whether you're going to forgive 37. No, no we, don't, we don't have a right to do anything. They just they use our money like Monopoly money, man. We Jesus just get the Christ. shaft. Go to it, Neil. Okay. We just pay or we go to jail. That's all. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Oh yeah, just keep making babies, man. Just keep making lots and lots of desperate babies. The Pope, this man, there are people on death row for much less crimes than this man has committed. This man is responsible for more suffering than probably any other individual on the face of the earth. Spreading ignorance and suffering and starvation and poverty all over the world with his Stone Age uh, rhetoric, his bullcrap. Now, of course, maybe he's got an excuse. The pops, mobs, Yeah, maybe he got some bad weed. Maybe that's what uh, screwed up his brain, huh? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Better get this next damn thing in here. Oh, see, look at that. Oh boy. It's a, it's a goddamn communist plot today, you know? I just can't get that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Well, I had to get rid of that. 22 till uh, 1. I'm just so worked up about this, and I don't know why. 
old fag like me, I don't have any kids. I'm never going to have no goddamn kids in the public school system or not, you know. But it just makes you want to cry when you see. And, and again, don't blame the politicians. Don't blame the goddamn school board people. Look in the mirror and blame yourselves because most of you people don't give a, cr a crap. You can't complain about the uh, the behavior of the parents today about their parenting skills because, generally speaking, I don't think most of them got any. Just like the two two kids out there in Littleton that were building all the goddamn bombs and had the hand grenades laying around, and the parents were like, uh, well, we're kind of oblivious, you know. We're too busy. We didn't hear all those goddamn uh, pipe bombs going off in the, behind the garage. Station stands for nothing. Dear Pants, <laughs> I don't think I like you anymore. <laughs> you used to watch me shave. Now you do is stare at the floor. Oh, dear penis, I don't like you anymore. It used to be you and me, a paper towel and a dirty magazine. That's all we needed to get back. Now it seems things have changed, and I think that you're the one who blamed dear penis. I don't like you anymore. He sings, Dear Rodney, I don't think I'd like you anymore. Cause when you get to drinking, you put me places I've never been before. Dear Rodney, I don't like you anymore. Why can't we just get a grip on our man-to-hand relationship? Come to terms with truly how we feel. If we put our heads together, we just stay home forever. Dear penis, I don't think I like you after all. Oh, and Rodney, while you're shaving, shave my phone. <laughs> <laughs> 5.560-WQM. Here's an interesting fax from a gentleman in Boca. It's a copy of a letter he's written to uh, the mayor, Mayor Penis in Dade County, about corruption and discrimination. It says, Dear Mayor, if you're trying to rid your city of corruption, you may want to take a look at your building and zoning department and the licensing process we were exposed to. We've been trying since July of this year to acquire a license to lawfully do business in your county without success. Every time we think we've met all the requirements, something else seems to pop up in our way. What we're trying to do is utilize a vacant piece of property zoned for retail business operations to sell souvenirs on the days the Dolphins play their home games. Our operation is in no way like a flea market with bins of used merchandise thrown about for people to paw through. All of our products are new and officially licensed and are displayed on professional store-quality racks. I don't know how we could cause any sort of negative impact on the surrounding homes or businesses in light of the depressed nature of the area and overall appearance of the adjoining properties. We've made at least a dozen trips from Palm Beach County trying to complete this task, each time encountering additional costly requests for things we were told would then accomplish our needs, the issuance of a license or permit to do business legally. Each time a requirement was put to us, it came with a referral. By the way, my uncle is a surveyor. Would you like his number? or my brother does signs at his shop, or I have a friend who can do that real cheap for you. 
we would accomplish each requirement with our own business contacts and not through the referrals, but we could not acquire the license because yet of another costly requirement. We've spent serious cash on the requirements laid out before us only to have more and more piled on. We're now being told that the only reason we can't have the license at this point is because an NFL game is not considered to be a special event. If it's not a special event, then why are extra police on duty? Why are special city buses running from three counties? Why are extra emergency service people on duty? Why are hotels and motels hit with a surge of business? Why do people from all over the U.S. fly in for the game if it's not a special event? But the biggest why by far is why were we required to spend so much money in the first place if getting the license wasn't possible? I would submit it is possible, but it just wasn't being paid for through the right friends and relatives of the people with power to approve our requests. Permits are issued for fireworks sales, a dangerous product, Christmas tree sales, and other such temporary situations. Why not ours? Because an NFL game is not a special event? I would also submit that this decision is a personal one and is not based on code or law since NFL games are assessed municipal impact fees because of the nature and scope and can even sometimes have these fees waived to be able to host such special events. We have acquired by mail all the permits necessary to do business in three cities that we're driving to this season, and yet we can't accomplish this in our own state. Can you do anything? Will you do anything? Do you care? If we do not receive an immediate response to the situation from your office, we'll assume you won't mind us turning this matter over to the local media for their scrutiny and other agencies interested in investigating government fraud and corruption. Signed with a signed name and a whole deal on here. Well, good luck to you, my friend in Boca. You just weren't greasing the right palms. You weren't smearing the right people, I guess. That's the problem. Also, somebody has faxed me finally the steak and shake thing here. Established Midwestern chain looking for about 20 locations in South Florida. Based in Indianapolis, by the way. Does this have locations? Please. Does this say somewhere where it's going to be? Uh, plans include a 99-seat, 3,693-square-foot restaurant on the northwest corner of Sunrise Boulevard and Flamingo Road. Oh! oh, my God, I could walk there, right near Sawgrass Mills. Others are at a site at U.S. 441 in Wiles Road in Coral Springs and Green Acres in Palm Beach County. The project awaits zoning and other approvals. So we still got to, but, you know, I guess maybe we'll live long enough to see Steak and Shake here in South Florida. Thank God for that. So there's some good news. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello. Okay, and have a great day. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Yes. How are you? Okay. I love your show. Uh huh. You're great. Yeah. Um, there's one thing. It's it's this obsession you have with with hockey. Yeah. Okay. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Waited, for, waited for 20 minutes for that. What an asshole. For 20 minutes for that. Jeez. Hey, God, how you doing today? Okay. Listen, I got a couple things. I got a friend of mine who works at a uh, uh, a pizza and sub place that's near a high school on County Line Road, and mm-hmm. they have to come in early just to make 300 pizzas a day, and they cart them over there. Right. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about, but they take them over there. And... uh my, I have a 16-month-old and a 3-year-old, and all this stuff that I'm hearing, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's it's frightening. It's, and and you, like yourself, like you just said five minutes ago, what do you care? You, you know, you're just a faggot. You ain't got no kids. That's right. But but the thing is, Neil, is, is you are a human being, and you do care. But, but these and, people don't. They don't I, care. They don't give a crap. 
I know, and that, that's what pisses this, me this, off. You know something? I'm going to tell you something. This state is the most embarrassing place you could ever possibly go on the face of the earth. I, I just can't believe how so many morons migrated to the same goddamn place. These people are in la-la land. They came here to escape from life. They came here to escape from reality. And as a result, everybody I, else who lives here has to suffer from their goddamn indifference in la-la land mentality. It's pathetic. I know, and, and the, the sad part is I live in Pines, and what that guy was saying about Flanagan High with 4,300 kids for a school that's for like 1,800 or whatever. Right. I mean, it's going to be, you know, 10, 10 years or so before my daughter goes to that school and my son. But what's it going to be like then? I don't know what to do. And it's just ridiculous. Well, maybe they can go to school in a stadium because we ought to have one on every street corner by the time they get ready to go to high school. No, well, actually what I'd like to do is uh, make enough money, which is, you know, what we all want to do, and, and have my uh, wife teach them at home. Yeah. Okay, I guess he just grabbed the phone out of his hand. That was the end of that call. Five, six, seven. I, you know something? Somebody's diddling with this phone today. There's no question about it. I've had more goddamn people get cut off like in the middle of a sentence and vanish and disappear. Listen, you know, we don't want George Corso to bust his ass getting uh, on top of this phone situation. You know, we've survived this long here at the home of massive indifference. You have no idea how I'm biting my tongue not to repeat what I was told this morning that I promised I wouldn't repeat, but I won't. Five six seven oh five. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I think you do. And pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Just like just like having our guy go on there on TV and lie about how much money that embarrassing OJ ridden golf tournament raised for Center One, and it was only a couple of grand. And he's on there. Oh, we raised twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, right. You're rectum to God's ear. So full of crap. It's a joke, and they're all in there this morning. They're high-fiving with him, and he's like, you know, hey, hey, you know, a bunch of simpletons. Like I said, this radio station is basically 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The rest of it I wouldn't give you a dime for. Hate to say that, but that's the way I feel about it today. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Uh, first of all, I just want to send my condolences out to the parents of the three kids who died in Hialeah. Uh, it's a shame that, um, and now what they're trying to do is stop kids from leaving lunch. Just because three kids went out, where it's, it's ridiculous. It's impossible. It's impossible. I mean, certain. I mean, we have to have certain rights. I'm a student myself, and I'm not in school right now. <laughs> the simple fact that I left for lunch mm-hmm. and I haven't gone back. But um, it's it's impossible. First of all, we need to go out. We're stuck in school. School isn't that great to begin with, and then they're going to try to stop us from leaving. What's the reason behind that? I'd like to know why these people who are busy collecting signatures on petitions about that, why yeah. they're not why they're not the ones that are raising hell about the kids that aren't getting fed lunch every day and why the kids have to leave the campus exactly. to go out and get I mean, fed. The pizza sucks. Right. I mean, all, all, every type of food that they bring, even the pizza that they bring from the outside, because what they do is they order some pizza by the tons. I mean, they're bringing like 30 boxes for lunch. Industrial strength, and, yeah. Yeah, industrial pizza. I don't know where they come from. Mm-hmm. By the time we get it, it's cold. I mean, it's it's disgusting. There shouldn't be a reason why we can't leave school. Right. We should. It's so. It's it's it isn't a right. I hate, I hate to I break mean, the news. I mean, as tragic as it was, but kids get killed in accidents it's, it's after not, exactly. school, it's before nice school, on the weekend, late at night. It's an isolated incident. I mean, I myself had two of my closest friends die in a car accident, but they weren't in school times, and it was just it just so happened that it was at six o'clock in the afternoon. Right. It doesn't matter when it is. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just a shame that they're even trying to do that. And most likely they're going to succeed because these people, like you said, in this country or in this county, 
they don't know what they're doing. They don't they don't know what they're doing. That's because they don't care to find out. Okay, pal, good luck. Take care. Thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. The town, like I haven't I told you this for a hundred years. Uh-huh. The town that refuses to care. They don't give a crap about anything. We got them whipped up there for a couple of weeks at the end of July, and they came out and they voted no. in massive droves against that penny sales tax, and then they went back into their coma. Yeah. yeah. Don't start causing trouble, okay? Don't start trying to be Mister Activist, okay? Just play that funny stuff and let's sit around and go. Yeah. Like that. That's it. Leave that to the important people in town like Michelle Gillen. <laughs> hey, we raised over 25 grand for that uh, Center One, by the way, Hank. Lie. Guess what? Yeah, another lie. Two grand out of all that aggravation, you know? I would have put up the extra two grand just to avoid all that uh, OJ crap. Another lie. By the way, that was a nice dump you did yesterday on yourself didn't work. <laughs> it was great. I almost peed in my pants. I almost drove off the road. And I think you may have had a point there, too, by the way. Yeah, there's the only other guy in this goddamn radio station that stands up for anything is the humper sitting in there. He's the only other one that cares about any of these things. The other guys are like uh, yeah. just uh, oblivious, you know. Let's just be oblivious and just kind of wander our way through life and take a goddamn paycheck every couple of weeks. Right, Joe? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's not just the one to two hour, it's a phenomenon.
560-WQM. By the way, Hank was in here reminding me that salespeople are ISO. And then some, and you're right. At any rate, so Lenny Martez brought in, which I'd already seen this, but very timely. Thank you, Lenny. And you still can't speak, but nevertheless, he brings me in an article from the Herald that was in Sunday's paper. South Florida schools failing P.E. And it says, more Broward Elementary schools offer physical education more than once, uh, no, no more than once a week. At some schools, children get the 30-minute class only twice a month. And it says, the de-emphasis of PE comes as obesity among children is at an all-time high. The percentage, maybe that's a good reason we shouldn't be feeding them lunch in school. Let's just starve them to death. There's a good idea. We're just solving the problem. Forget about lunch and dinner and breakfast. The percentage of youngsters who are overweight has doubled in the past 30 years to about 25%. Pre-adolescents today are more likely to be severely overweight than other children. So we don't have daily phys ed like uh, most people used to, or at least uh, two or three times a week. Now some schools kids get 30-minute class twice a month. See, I say, I mean, basically, you people don't care about your kids anyway, so in a frame, maybe most of them were accidents. I mean, you know, they're in school now. They won't hear that. It's kind of embarrassing to admit it. But they must have been accidents, you know, while you were in the middle of squirt, squirt. doing all that good stuff, you know. But So why not just ship them off to, like, camp? I don't mean, like, summer camp. I mean, like, maybe concentration camps. Maybe that's a good idea. Where they can have some bread and water, and they'll get plenty of physical exercise doing hard labor, and we'll stick them out there in a goddamn chain gang, and they can rebuild the infrastructure, you know? Yeah. We'll get a hold of Kathy Lee. We'll send them down to the sweatshops. Oh, sorry, Kathy Lee. I have never, ever in my life seen a place where the people were so disinterested. All the, you know, the goody two-shoes, they say all the right things. You know, oh, we have to take care of our children. They're our greatest resource. And yada, yada. You know all the bull crap. They don't give a crap in this country. They don't give squat. And this guy that's giving me a song and a dance about how I want bigger government. And that guy, man, I'm going to tell you, if you looked up asshole in the dictionary, his picture is right next to it. Here's one of the things that government is supposed to be doing. And once upon, they did do a good job of and that people are paying their taxes for, and that is educating your kids, educating the country's people. That's what goes on in civilized countries all over the world. What a surprise. And when you're giving me a song and a dance about how filthy and about how disgusting and drug-laden Amsterdam was, I hate to break the news to you, but for some strange reason, with all the sex and with all the drugs, Netherlands is number one in the world when it comes to education scores. How do you like that? What a surprise, huh? And they couldn't have even the food and all that great, but there must be something about the nutrition there because, uh, you know, they still grow them uh, tall and lean and whatever. Very few fat people running around. And certainly no fat young people running around in Amsterdam. None. Zero. So how do you, how is that possible? How are these things possible? And again, when you're cloistered, when you're parochial, when you're brainwashed and you've lived here all your life and you've never been anywhere and you believe all the propaganda and all the bull crap, all the garbage, this isn't the way life is supposed to be. Your kids deserve better than you're allowing them to get. And you, and you know something? I bust a goddamn gut here today all these four hours and still got a very mediocre response. And like, and like I told you before, I don't have any kids in school. I'm an old fag. Thank God I don't have kids. One of, one of the blessings of being an old fag is not having a work. I'd be terrified. I'd be up like all night long. I'd be psychotic if I had kids. George, uh, to his credit, has got only one, and she's a genius. She's smarter than uh, both of us put together. 
And maybe that's the benefit of having only one, by the way. I realize that punching them out every couple of years, every uh, nine months, whatever, I realize that's a goddamn hobby with a lot of people in this country with trailer park trash and certain minorities, which I don't want to mention because they're very thin-skinned. I don't want to say no more about their skin. Sherry Winston tastes good like a jackass should. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I want to talk to you about the Lost Van Van concert. Yeah. Are you going? Am I going? Yes. No, are you going? Got to support it. Yeah, okay. Have a good time. We'll put the pieces back together like Humpty Dumpty. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five six. See, there's another asshole. Okay, everything's a big joke. <laughs> yeah, you're real funny, pal. And by the way, I hate to break the news to you, but they're Schwarzers. You know that they're black Cubans. Did you know that? Oh no, I'm not going to go twice. Oh, okay. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey Neil, what's going on? How you doing? Sorry to change the subject, but uh, one thing that you are absolutely correct: uh, ten to six is the only time to listen to your show. That is correct. This and station, other than ten to six, it's an embarrassment. Well, I made the mistake of uh, listening to the beginning of the Miami game on the radio, and uh, I've always heard you talk about Mr. Sagaki, but never really. Mr. Sagaki sucks. Okay. Okay. I never really experienced him. Um, his opening statements was he starts talking about, uh, you know, Eastern Carolina that they've. Half their team doesn't have homes, and they've lost all their mm -hmm. belongings, mm -hmm. and families, and just going, you know, which absolutely true. This horrendous thing that happened to them. Right. And then, uh, then he goes, and then of course, Miami lost to Notre Dame, so they're both going through adversity. Oh, what kind what of analogy a, What a is sense that? of humor! What a personality! Yeah. And I, and I immediately thought of you and started laughing, and I just turned. <laughs> yeah. And I said. This guy's an idiot. You know something? The word dullard would be a compliment for Joe. <laughs> well, I believe you. I always do believe you, but I just wanted to share that with you. He, he's so dull that Mexican jumping beans commit suicide while when his voice comes over the speakers. <laughs> Rightfully so. Have a great day. Thanks, Neil. See ya. Yeah, 8 to 10 o'clock tonight, we got Joe Zagaki. Are we embarrassed about it? Yeah. You bet. We're, hum uh, we're humidified about it and mortified and Mordecai. How about those Orthodox Jews in that ecstasy, huh? Let's hear it. Oh! Those Hasidim barbarians. Nine minutes after one at 560 WQM. Here's great news for you guys with that bald spot. There's another deal where the Lord keeps screwing up. You know, if the Lord would have done things right, you'd have a nice head of hair. You'd look good. You know, why do you have to get old and uh, wrinkled up and stuff? Oh, God, what's that all about? Why can't we look, you know, get to a certain point like a beautiful rose? Oh, there he goes with that horrible analogy again about a flower, how it blooms and it gets, you know. Oh, gee, we can't. We're too emotionally crippled to listen to that again. Okay, I won't say it. Hurricane fucking blow! I love the Sopranos each week on HBO. Buy my TV, I'll be staying. Yeah. Set up by Uncle June, Tony's mom's a loon. Now he knows who was betraying. He goes to therapy, takes Prozac daily. Wants to be with Dr. Melfi. There's one thing I know, I just love the Sopranos. They should win all 16 Emmys. Cause Tony loves his duckies. <laughs> the duckies, they did please. The duckies, they did please. Hello, 
Him and Carmen are living in New Jersey. They are family. Go soon, but a thing. Naked girls did sing. All of the time. Bing, but a but a bing, but a bing. They avoid the cops. They don't stop. I love the Sopranos. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love them. We will see yeah. when Tony uh-huh. gets to see Big Pussy, yeah. his mommy, yeah. and crazy. I want nobody, 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 nobody. I know I want nobody, nobody, nobody to miss this show. HBO The Sopranos. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! One fifteen is five fifty. WCSN. This article about uh, South Florida schools failing in PE, as in doing a really crappy job. That was in the Herald on Sunday. The infrequency of phys ed in Broward Elementary schools is disgraceful," said Ar- Arlette Perry, a researcher in exercise physiology at the University of Miami. Once a week isn't going to result in any improvement in any results, she said. Anything less than three times a week is probably a waste of time. But administrators in many Broward schools see little choice. Principal Rebecca Myers says she only has enough money in her budget to employ a half-time physical education instructor at Floranda Elementary School in Fort Lauderdale. The teacher sees Floranda's student once every week or two. Heavy construction has swallowed up the baseball diamond, the kickball field, and the basketball court at Florinata. At recess, classroom teachers lead students to any remaining patches of open space with ropes to jump and chalk for a hopscotch. You know, this is, it's like, it's like a 20th, it's like a, a Stone Age country, like a 10th world place is where we are at. Which we always knew that Dade County government at least was a 10th world place. And you just sit back, you know, and like, oh, hey, you know, what's wrong with you? You don't want to go out there to the stadium, man. I think that guy was right. We better go out this weekend and buy a hell of a lot more lottery tickets. And hope for the best. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Listen to the new news as far as the Gestapo town, city of Lauder Hill. Yes. If you own a house there and you rent it out, they make you get an occupational license, which is 6850. Yeah. It's a new ordinance. It's just starting something Probably new. Probably Ken Jenny's got his finger in that. Wouldn't surprise me. Okay, thanks for the good news. I wonder where that money's going. Is it going for uh, education? No. For uh, phys ed? No. Teachers? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. I mean, what happened to the days when you'd go to school and whether you wanted it or not? I mean, there was phys ed, and it were like after school, all these uh, activities, uh, both athletic and other kind of stuff. Oh, no, we don't have resources for that. Well, why the hell not? They don't even have naked swimming anymore. We got we had that in my school. Thank God. We have, We have money for every other kind of crap. You name it, there, there's sky's the limit. And let me say it again, because every minute of every day, my blood is boiling to a little bit higher temperature, okay? Like about 698 degrees. Thinking about the prospect of a dime of taxpayer money. I don't care who it comes from. The fact is, if it's revenue that's coming in here to South Florida, and it's going to go to help build a goddamn ballpark for John Henry or anything for Wayne Hypinga, we aren't going to put up with it, man. And those people out there that say, well, uh, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Screw you guys, okay? You wimps. You're a pushover. It's unacceptable is what it is. Absolutely unfrickin' acceptable. Here's Miami. Hello. 
Oh, yeah, there we go. Sorry about that, sir. There's line eight again. I'm not even going to get excited about it, you know. There's nothing I can do. I got a Mickey Mouse phone system. We've been in here since early March. March, April, May, June, July, August. September's almost gone. Seven freaking months. And finally, Tuesday, I'm informed that now maybe because of the fact that they thought I was going to sue the joint, which I wasn't anyway, but I probably should, maybe now we'll get a goddamn phone system in here. You know, if you people would play games less here and get down to the business of doing business, this place would be a it would be a picnic to work here. I've said that many times, and it's true. A picnic without the ants. Oh no, I forget that we do have the ants. We got a head start because we can't afford an exterminator. <laughs> Sorry about that. How's Phil the Bugman doing, by the way? I haven't seen him in a coon's age. No, he's just van. He's probably in Costa Rica again with those little girls. Hope you're having a good time, Phil. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. Of course, he's getting fat and sweaty again. You know, he's probably gonna like. Uh, Boy. Don't do it, Phil. You better lose some weight, sweetheart. Getting fat and starting to sweat like a pig again. Can barely take a breath while schwitzing all over the place. I heard he does his shopping at Pupix. Here's a Parkland. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I, I missed the early part of your show. Did you read a letter that was in New Times today about rap music? No. It's on page three. If you well, see the it. New Times is just loaded. I was talking about the uh, the Hasidim uh, smuggling ecstasy in oh. and other drugs. I was talking about that stupid Jamala article about just say no to John Henry, which he's got a point there. Well, this one's on page three. It's called White Christmas in South Florida. It's about rap music. You ought to read it. It's the best letter I've ever read in my life. Oh, it's a letter to the editor? Letter to the editor about rap music. It's absolutely hysterical. Okay. And secondly, yes, sir. do you know that showers are optional at PE classes in Broward County High Schools? And that the kids stink and they got the head lice and all that because most of them don't take showers after PE class. Oh, gee, right you know, after, right after my that, great lunch from the Brad and Tony's. No, they started that because they, mm. they felt it was um, uh, it would hurt their self-esteem if they saw others naked around them. When I went to are, school, are you we, kidding me? No, no, I'm telling you the truth. In other words, I just I have a okay. Said so you can smell like crap the rest of the day. And you said crap with an sh. Thanks for the good news, sir. That ties in with what the guy said before about the school where they don't even have any showers. Oh, God, walking around schmutzy all day. Like I said before, what you're doing, what you're allowing to be done to your kids in here in this town is criminal. Criminal. Oh, this is a, this is a letter? This isn't a letter. Or it is a letter, but it goes on, it goes on forever. It better be damn good. The case for rap music, whether you want to hear it or not. Lauren Hill. Oh, I, this is a good letter. This is a horrendous letter. This is a, a, to try to justify rap music and give us a song. Lauren Hill couldn't sing a right of a goddamn rectum. Oh, man. Woo. Thank God I like uh, before I started reading that. And it was long and ponderous, too. Woo. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. What a great show. Yeah. I'm a 74-year-old native of Miami. Yes. Born in Kendall. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Uh, and I hope you've been able to get to some of the parents today. No, I don't think so. They're oblivious. You don't think so? No, I doubt it. I hope so. Because the schools were not like this when I, I went to school here. Yeah. And the schools were not like this. So no, I, they, they never were like this. Only the last, uh, you know, several years that they've degenerated yeah. to this point. Because cause this, this generation of parents... They're busy, uh, like like we said, making money and watching Oprah and uh, Jerry Springer. I guess you're right, Neil. Neil, um, these people should have all been fixed. You've been here a long time, right? Twenty-three years. Twenty-three. Um, 
uh, I got a lot of my friends. I was a major d and and um, entertainment director at the Doville for 20 years. Right. And we had the Beatles there on the Ed Sullivan show. Mm-hmm. And I got called yesterday that uh, uh, supposedly it was on Channel 4. Have you heard anything about it, that the uh, Beatles are, are being named the number one entertainment of the 20th century? No. For their appearance on the Ed Sullivan show at the Doville? No, I didn't know that. I did not know it either, and mm-hmm. I just wondered if you knew anything about it. I so. thought for sure it would have been the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, did you did you watch Humperdinck night before last? No, I don't watch uh, him. No. You don't watch him. I don't Humperdinck. Oh, you don't like Humperdinck. No. Have a great day, pal. Okay. Thank you. I'll see you at the Doville. Yeah, exactly. Hey, he's a good old guy. He means well. He's just uh, boring. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. What do you want? Okay. They can't all be exciting and scintillating. Like that old fart, Howard Rules. Oh, Howard. Yeah, he's got his blow up there. He Howard. still can't do anything with it. Yeah, Howard. Just pathetic, man. Oh, jeez, if we could just lower the demographic down here, I guarantee you. If we didn't have to buy Metamucil and false teeth for all these goddamn old farts down here, then we could have some, we could have PE, we could have, uh, you know, sex ed, we could have all kinds of stuff going on in the schools. We could actually have showers. I wonder if that teacher in Hollywood took showers with that uh, kid, you know? Think they showered together? Maybe that's what you're supposed to do is go home with your teacher or just have the teacher move in with the family and then you can shower together at the house. Five six seven oh five sixty pounds five sixty on the AT. See, I'm even after all these years, I'm finally beginning to realize what how how primitive this state is. I mean, this place is in the dark ages, and you wonder why people are terrified to send their kids to public school here. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Here's a Dutchman from Amsterdam. Oh, How great. How are you doing? All good. No, he'll good. I was I was listening uh, to your story about uh, schools and everything. What I don't understand is why everybody's so excited about all this college football and all this. I'm listening Bull to these guys in the morning. Right. And the only thing they worry about, oh, can he Kelly, can he make a pass? Right. I should worry about his grades instead of playing in front of what Yeah, that, that goes back to what I was talking about the other day, about a, re, a true freshman and about a red shirt, you know, a 50-year senior, all this other bull crap, which basically what they're admitting is this is a moron who's being kept in school for five, six, ten years because he can play a ball game and saying so he's taking up a spot that a bright kid that wants yeah. to really get an education ought to be in there getting. It's going to happen. The only thing that's going to happen is going to end up like a Dimitri underwear. Yeah, with a, with a knife in his uh, thing, yeah. Knife of business. Anyway, this gentleman who just called is my back door neighbor, Mr. Aaron. Very nice man. Okay. Walks his dog every day around the block. And that, but that's what they said about Meyer Lansky, too. Yeah. Okay. Can you doc- go to Amsterdam again? Soon. Soon? I'll see you on the damn rack. Okay. Hasta la vista, baby. Okay. Don Cavell. Hasta la Okay. Hasta la Five, six, seven. See, now it's code. Where, I mean, where can I learn to speak Dutch, I wonder? Boy, that's a tough language. You know, I was starting to get a little Italiano there. Parlo un poquito de Italiano. But uh, Dutch, man, you can't read it. You can't, uh, and it's got a like, oh, you gotta have, you gotta eat a lot of cheese. Which I love cheese, you know. Even on the Atkins, you can eat a lot of cheese. But you've got to be able to do a lot of that. Kill good. Five six seven oh five. I'll tell you one thing. They probably have cl- very clear nasal passages over there because you get it out all the time. When in doubt, they get it out, which is why I keep going back. Ooh, frosty nads. Right. 
from the guy was on the wrong page i guess because somebody faxed me another letter about this which is the letter i'm sure he was talking about not that idiotic long piece of crap white christmas in south florida question mark is the uh, headline regarding tristan cordham's article about trick daddy i wish to offer some ideas on the subject of rap music music in quotes having been involved in music as a single performer in a folk trio and in a 10-piece band i can say without fear that there's a big difference between art and artifice Without Japanese drum machines to produce the beat and sampling machines to steal other people's work, there'd be no rap medium. I can't bring myself to call it music. Music has melody and harmony and something worth remembering. That's why we have standards, tunes that are worth hearing again and again. That's why White Christmas is the most recorded song of all time. Thirty or forty years from now, who'll want to reminisce about some street punk crack dealer with his big schlong and collection of mindless uh, something? Oh, hose, mindless hose. It's hard to read. It's a bad copy. Without poverty, poor housing, welfare mothers, illegitimate children, robbing, drive-bys, and crack-smoking, there wouldn't be too much to rap about. Who would buy a record about a nice black kid with two parents who got good grades in school, stayed out of trouble and away from drugs, went to college, repaid a student loan, went into business, had his kids after he was married, stayed around to raise them, and didn't backdoor his wife? Just what's so glorious about the ghetto? These proud young men, so eager for respect, have given up one of the main ingredients of African music, drumming. Learning to play the drums, to master them, would take months, perhaps years. Who's got time for that? Where will the next Art Blakey or Art Taylor or Duffy Jackson come from? Not the ranks of rap. All these rappers who think they can really throw down should get a couple of John, uh, John Hendricks records and check him out. Not only could he articulate faster than your average rapper, he sang about things that made sense outside the ghetto and did it in a swinging musical style that's been widely received by a broad audience without being crude or vulgar. He was a musician. Rap will never produce another Wynton Marsalis or Joshua Redman or Christian McBride. We'll never again see the likes of Duke Ellington, Count Basie, Ella Fitzgerald, John Coltrane, Miles Davis, Johnny Hartman, or Coleman Hawkins, as long as black young people are attracted to the low-life musical expression known as rap. Oh. All right. Crap. That's right. They left the C off rap. Crap. That's what they meant. They just they just spelt it wrong. God bless you, whoever faxed that. That's the letter the guy was talking about. Thank you, sir. I knew in my heart it couldn't be that other suck-up piece of crap. Did I say crap? Crap. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. I just want to thank you for reading my letter on the air. Was, um, that, was that your letter? That was my letter about the license down there. Oh, about the licensing, yeah. About the licensing problem I'm having down there in Dade mm -hmm. County. But you didn't smear the right guys, man. You didn't grease the right palms. Well, you know, Wayne wasn't bent over. What could, what could I say? <laughs> going to stuck it right in his wallet. Exactly. Direct deposit. Right. Direct deposit. In a foot or two also, yeah. Yeah. But you want to know what the biggest thing was? They would have given me a permit if I would have went over and rented property from Lane. Is that it? They told me that. Oh, my God. They can give you a permit if you go over the stadium, but to use this other person's property that's right across the street from the stadium, no, that's not work. Pretty soon you're going to have to pay went to rain just to keep your balls. I, I, hey, I, I, I figure he's standing outside the little porta potties they're collecting, too. Probably. 
Probably. But anyway, thank you, sir. Okay. I appreciate it. So, where, so, where, so where do you stand now? You're still in limbo? Where do I stand? I'm, I'm still bent over waiting for Dave County's <laughs> response. Okay, good luck, pal. Thank you. You'll need it. He's still in the uh, squatting position. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Thank God for good honest politicians like we got in Dade County. Oh, by the way, speaking of honest politicians, I didn't read. Uh, where the hell is it? Ah, Christ! I got all this crap now. I got this just a pile. I got piles in Josie Lambeet's column today. The last thing about uh, Bert Hernandez's divorce only took ten minutes. I well, you get the drift of it. You know, Bert Hernandez. Here it is. No, it ain't. Long gone. He had a wife, you know. Who's uh, still screwing around with the, uh, his ex-lawyer, right. And that's why they got divorced. And it only took about 10 minutes. They said, hey, back this way, Bert, and don't trip on that chain between your legs. Here's a uh, mobile in Davy. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. little suck-up action. Thanks for giving us the forum to scream about the education system. Go right ahead. Nobody's uh, too worked up about it except me, I guess. Isn't that amazing? I, I mean, you know, I've got, I got uh, two kids, and, uh, one in elementary school, one in middle school, and it's a scary thing. I'll tell you what, the, the parents need to wake up a little bit because we spend probably an hour and a half uh, with each kid every night going over homework, going over everything right. uh, that they've covered during the day mm-hmm. because we know nobody's doing it at the school. I have about 100 horror stories, but I want to talk about two, and I mean, you know, horror stories. Uh, <clears throat> one, is the, um, one is the fact that my kid in, in middle school can't eat lunch at middle school if if she wanted to, uh, which I can't imagine. But uh, because there's too many kids in the line, because the, by the time she gets out of out of her class, uh, it takes her 25 minutes to get through the the lunch line, right. and then she's got five to ten minutes to eat. Mm-hmm. The second thing is the kids out at Western High uh, can't go to the bathroom between classes because the line is too long for them to make it. So what do they do? Just make it in their pants? Is that they it? hold it? They hold it until they can rush out and, and make it to the bathroom. It's, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a, a terrible, terrible situation. This is terrific. So we got kids who can't take a shower, who walk around smelling bad all day, who also can't take a, anything uh, natural like that, holding it uh, in all day, and also can't eat. Maybe sounds, oh, no, sounds I mean, like a recipe I mean, for a great uh, learning experience. It's uh, you know we we spend a lot of time screaming and yelling and talking and sending faxes and calling people. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you feel like you're alone out there because the politicians and the, and the school board, I mean, hey, they know the problems there, but it really is up to money and priorities. What, what are the priorities? And you guys talked about it for I don't know how long. You know, is the stadium a priority? Is our future education or is the future of the country a priority? Right. Let's, well, let's decide, right? Uh, you know, let's give up on the stadium. Let's go, let's go put a little bit more school in there. Pack them a know, goddamn salami yeah. sandwich. That's what I say. Well, it's uh, it, and, and, and it is all, all, all all those sites where they're talking about building a new stadium. How build, about building a new school on each one of those sites? How does that sound? Yeah, with the billions of dollars that they're talking, or the, the millions and millions of dollars that they could talk about, it's just amazing. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, my kid in middle school, she gets six weeks of phys ed, uh, one hour I guess a day, but then the other three periods that you have during the school. The three, other three quarters, mm-hmm. she has other specials, they call it, or other labs, they call it. So they only get six weeks of physic, physical education, and the other time they don't have any physical education at all. So they only get a short period of time mm-hmm. to do it. So it's just, it's just one of those situations where we, we need a tax base. We need to, 
maybe we can just have everybody leave Florida, and then there'll they'll, they'll be some need in the schools for the, for the kids. Yeah, okay. Like I said, all the old farts and all those people are always screaming about how much better it was someplace else. If, uh, you know, we woke up on Monday morning and they were all gone, I bet you we'd have a lot of uh, room for schools. Yeah, I also agree with you on one other point that you made earlier. Uh, you know, we can't watch that one certain TV show because we gack every single time we see gack. It's a gack. Yeah, I know. Jared's a gack. We can't even watch the we can't even watch the show. Okay. We can't even watch the TV show. I, All right. I won't mention he's on a game to land the station. I'm too embarrassed. Thank you. Know. Okay. Eight to ten o'clock tonight. Good time for a nap, by the way. You know, a pre going to bed nap. Push. Georgia's got to know where the George did blow cocaine. Uh-huh. Guess there's no evidence, so why should he confess cocaine? Yeah. He just smiles all the while and denies Boy. cocaine. Now he's wanting your vote, but don't ask him about coke, cocaine. He'll just lie and he'll smile and deny you turd cocaine. He'll tell you drugs are bad, except for what he had, cocaine. Yeah, man. And we're all pretty sure this one is where a big blur cocaine. <laughs> what a sham, it's a scam, did a gram cocaine. 145 at 560 WQM. We took a poll and the uh, survey in the building was, uh, I'm correct, other than Geldy, the morning show, just the uh, wimps. Geldy's, Geldy's got like a tiny pair that's grown in. I guess maybe now that he's getting married, he might need them. And the other two guys just, uh, you know, hopeless. So with Geldy and 10 to 6 and then everybody else, you're on your own. That's all we can tell you. That's what Donnie B. told me this morning. Uh-huh. That's what he said. Boy, you're right. He's a sour mother scratcher, you know. I never realized until this day. I always thought it was uh, Tataglia. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Before I make my comment, could you just imagine the gentleman you had on right before the break? Uh, is you know all of these kids that have to hold it, what the little kidneys are going to be like in about ten years? Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> what, what, a, what a wonderful way to go to school. They and have to hold what? all your uh, bodily functions all day and a smell real bad. And, and here's the other thing: they can't. And if anything happens to those kidneys in ten years because yeah. of Jeb Bush, they can't sue. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I was going to ask you. You were talking about uh, forced sterilization earlier. I was just wondering if there's a possibility if El Papa and below, everybody below him can tell Did us. Did you say El Papa a, blows? Is that what you said? Something like That's that. That's what yeah. I hear. Uh, but the thing is, can they, do they have a certain number that they want us to stop at? Because the United States is at two, 270 million, I think. Right. And the world is 6 billion. Now, is there no, a we, number we that they have? We can't make enough uh, babies to satisfy the Catholic Church. It's not possible. Well, how about the uh, how Just about making them babies. Kids? What? Bowers. You know, the ones running for president, a little short uh, thing. Gary Bauer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and him and uh, uh, pa- uh, Robertson and all these guys, they, they, they like to the And they're walking ads for forced sterilization, those three. <laughs> but I just want to know if there's a, a, a number we're going to stop at. Yeah, it's $10 billion. 
Oh, there you go. Thank you, sir. Okay. That, that's by uh, the beginning of next year. I remember there was like 2 billion people in the world. Now there's like, what, 5, 6, something like that. Can't understand all this poverty and starvation. <laughs> Can you? Just keep making babies and babies and more people not paying no child support and uh, no daddies in the house and uh, throwing kids into pizza ovens and uh, blowing their brains out. All of these things. Can't figure that out, boy. Must be those bad movies everybody's watching. Must be the guy on the radio that keeps saying crap. Must be those bad words. Must be those evil video games, you know? That must be it. Here's a mobile in Reno. Hello. Okay, that was interesting. What the hell was that all about? How's that possible? Five six, maybe it was Janet Reno. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Maybe she dropped the phone. You know she's a little shaky. Here's Miami. Hello. Oh no! Now it's on line six two. Let's hear it, baby. The whole phone system is imploding today. This is ceasing very rapidly. Thank God it's uh, twelve minutes till two. This is ceasing very very uh, rapidly of being amusing. Not that it ever was. Can't do a goddamn talk show in here because we don't have a phone system that works. Oh, well, you know, George Corso's on top of it. We're getting, yeah, well, how about it? Sometime in our lifetime would be good. You know? Just like the cable. When is that cable coming in here? Like uh, any day now we keep hearing, right? The cable? Here's West Palm. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's yes, it sir. going? Okay. Listen, I got a quick story for you when it comes to the uh, school system in this tri-county region. Yes, sir. Uh, years ago, I'm in, uh, I'm in grade school. Uh, come, um, originally from up north, right? So I come down here. I don't get homework, and my parents want to know why. They ask the teacher. She's shocked that my parents are asking her this question about why I'm not getting any homework. Right. Uh, meanwhile, the same woman turns out later was illiterate. Well, not, you know, not, not illiterate, but wasn't, you know. Inarticulate. Came, yeah. And she's a teacher. Right. Uh, stole money from the kids. Oh, right. From field trips. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, but stuff like that. That makes it... That makes well, we, it listen, uh, we got principals down here who oh, are totally inarticulate. We got teachers who are illiterate. I know. And uh, we expect them to teach the kids to, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they want to, and, you know, they want to build another, they want to build another stadium. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why his place is so amazing. Over everybody's dead body, man. I mean, you're talking about a place right here, okay, where you want, you can't support four venues in this in this town. You can't do that here. They're they're not going to fill up either the two the, the newest two anyway. Oh, I know, the I heat, know. The Heat is having a dead. They got Pat Riley on his hands and knees begging on the TV spots. Will somebody please buy a ticket? And everybody is saying no. And the the Panthers yeah. are down twenty percent. Oh, that the, reminds me. Did you see uh, Bill Lindsay was traded? Yes, I had that on immediately for Todd Simpson. Yes. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. Okay. Thanks. All right. You think that's going to make a big difference? No. We'll see. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line, and we'll see if we have any lines here that work on this goddamn phone. Maybe, maybe not. That's the QAM and way, baby. Just keep raking that money in and raking that money in. Where the hell's it going besides the Wayne and John Henry? Anybody know? No, no. Sure ain't going on equipment. I'll tell you that. 